0: Welcome to A Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Finks. We're back, man. Episode 261. Yes, sir. About to have some fun. Yes, sir. Pulling out my gun.
1: About to throw <laughs> some
0: ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Keith's lack of lyrical ability just totally killed that intro. Yeah. I think let's, was, let's, get was busting. let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. All right. Um, the Double Down from KFC. If you're not familiar with the Double Down is, uh it originally came around in 2010. It is literally two thick pieces of fried chicken, okay chicken mm-hmm. breast and in between that they're they're literally using these two pieces of chicken as buns mm-hmm. like this is not a this is a different chicken sandwich because the chicken sandwich is made out of chicken, yeah, okay Motherfucking Americans eat like they have free health care. This shit is ridiculous mm-hmm. right in between let me read exactly what it says verbatim um what's in this sandwich. There is, grab a sandwich like no other for delivery or pickup at KFC near you. Our Double Down Fried Chicken Sandwich combines not one, but two premium, all-white meat, double-breaded, crispy chicken. Uh, Chicken breast fillets paired with two slices of smoky hickory bacon and melty cheese. Choose between our classic Double Down Sandwich and our Colonel's Real Mayo, or add burst of heat with our signature spicy sauce. Okay, this thing... Is and it says the calories of this thing are nine thirty to nine fifty, which is a lot. That shit's over a thousand calories. That is a lot. This dude literally had a double down that was so thick. He could, he he tried to use both his hands and could barely hold it up. Oh my gosh! You, you are you familiar with the catcher's mitt, right? How it's got some size on it? Mm-hmm. That's how fucking big a double down is.
1: That's crazy. It's kind of
0: pricey too for one sandwich. It's nine
1: dollars. Yeah,
0: yeah, man. That's expensive. That's really expensive. Yeah. You mean you you make you charge me that much money for me to hurt myself? <laughs> Dislocate my jaw? Bro, this girl was eating one. She was dislocating her jaw. Yeah. I ain't never seen nobody deep throw the sandwich like that. <laughs> she said, this is the double down. <laughs> she should be on Bang Bros. Bro, she should be on Pornhub the way she's eating that
1: sandwich. That was crazy.
0: I was like, all that mayo dripping out the back of that sandwich. Goddamn. Yeah. The sandwich busted. <laughs> 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 if that double down could talk, it'd be like, ha, ah. That'd
1: be funny. There's probably some. It's probably a video out there on Pornhub. Some girl deep throwing a, a double down.
0: That's ridiculous. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was telling Keith because I don't want to get conspiratorial, but I always feel like when they come back with these certain items, that something bad is happening in the world. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like there are certain connected parties that have um, influence on what distracts the masses, right? Mm -hmm. You got a chemical spill in Ohio that no one's talking about anymore, and then they come out with a chicken sandwich. Mm -hmm. They did this before the pandemic. The original pandemic was that goddamn Popeye's chicken sandwich, and people was dying over it. Yeah. But that's not it, folks. We got another one. You got a Hidden Valley Ranch ice cream that came out. Mm -hmm. This has to be the single most nastiest fucking shit I've seen. They got a Hidden Ranch, literally a Hidden Valley Ranch challenge where it's literal ice cream with ranch in it. That's a challenge? Yeah, people are just, they got little tubs of this ranch ice cream,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I don't know if it's experimental or whatever. People are eating this shit, man. Mm-hmm. They're eating it for real. It's like, dude, what's going on?
1: That's
0: crazy. Yeah. What are you hiding? What is the government hiding from us, man? You giving us big chicken sandwiches, and then now you're distracting the black and white people now. Okay, you got the black people with the fucking chicken sandwich.
1: White people eating ranch. Now you got white
0: people with the ranch.
1: You got ranch black people cream. with the chicken. White people with the ranch. What's next? Did they uh, they have like um, like that garlic festival? Have you heard of that? It's up in like uh, Gilroy. Yeah,
0: it's in Gilroy. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I heard they have like uh garlic ice cream and stuff up there.
0: They probably do, but it's understandable from them. That's like a garlic spot. That's like mm-hmm. what they do, but ranch and ice cream yeah if you give me a bottle if you give me a little thing of ice cream with ranch i'm just gonna fight you because i think you're trying to hurt me yeah you might as well assault me if you're gonna fucking have me ice cream and ranching (laughs)
1: yeah
0: fuck you man (laughs) give me that shit (laughs)
1: that's
0: ridiculous that's it's i don't know it these chicken patties are massive keith Mm -hmm. just
1: one of them is a decent size but two to bust them down together, fucking crazy. Yeah, what the one I- dude was a couple of people doing reviews, and they were saying it was just like, it just wasn't really flavorful. It wasn't really, it wasn't really vibing with it like that. And they said it was greasy because like yo mm-hmm. yo you know the bun the a bun is a there's a there's real science behind a hamburger. Yes, like the fact that it's between the meat is between two you know two buns you know so your hand could wrap around without getting too messy. Right, but you know, if all of our if all of our um, hamburgers are without buns and it's just like we just touching the meat, that's just kind of sick. Yeah, really, yeah It's really, as fucked up. Mm-hmm. That, that ain't right. They got the same thing I Taco about. though. the don't they got like a, a chicken? It's a chicken taco made yeah, out of a chicken. Taco. Yeah.
0: Like, man, what's up? And it was weird. Is is it shaped?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's shaped. It's shaped like a taco. That's how you know you shouldn't be eating it. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did you turn a shaped chicken into a taco? Yeah. That's how you know you shouldn't be eating it. Yeah. What apparatus did you use to bend chicken, motherfucker? <laughs> You're bending the chicken into a taco shell. Yeah. What kind of fucking sorcery is this? Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> Yeah. I'll tell like, hey, they bending tacos over here. They bending them. <laughs> Get the police. These niggas trying to kill people.
1: <laughs> Avatar, the last chicken bender. You said what? I said, Avatar, the last chicken bender. The last chicken bender. <laughs> a <laughs> style bender, chicken bender.
0: Oh, man. That's crazy. You got little kids trying to tell their mom, like, can you bend the chicken like they do at Taco Bell, mom? Shut up and go in there and sit down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm making dinner. That's crazy. No, yeah, the food yeah. would be too much. I think, like I said before, the, the it's designed a specific way. The taco, you know, having the shell on the outside and the meat on the inside is designed that way. Like, you know, thousands and thousands of years of research and development went into them putting either uh, bread on the outside or a taco shell on the outside. So your hands could be clean. You ain't got to deal with, you know, the greasiness all over your hands and the, and the seasonings and stuff. And then all the meaty sustenances in the inside. Yeah, this other stuff, just the chicken on the outside don't work. All right, let me let
0: me. There's another article I see here. Um, KFC originally announced the KFC Double Down sandwich in a press release they put out on April Fool's Day, which makes a lot of sense because that seems like a joke that people just sort of kept going for the novelty value of it of it all. The sandwich featuring two fried chicken breasts, uh, a buns housing two pieces of cheese, two bacon strips, and sauce was the hot punchline during its initial run in 2010. Before planking, uh, before planking be. Before planking, before the ice bucket challenge. Wow, this is taking me back. People are idiots. Uh, before Coney 2012, there <laughs> was there mm-hmm. was the KFC Double Down. Remember Kony 2012? Mm-hmm. Everybody all of a sudden cared about this African dictator, mm-hmm. and then they, they forgot about him. Uh, being eaten for mm-hmm. laughs on YouTube by people who weren't even known as YouTubers, its status as a novelty pop culture phenomenon was cemented when Stephen Colbert Ate one on his show on Comedy Central, which was a Chanel. Let's uh, say uh, Chanel on a thing, basically uh, basic cable back then, which we all had our TVs, which was a style. You guys, this guy can't write. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't think there was ever <laughs> been a more obvious sign of profound psychotic behavior than KFC's new double down sandwich. Colbert, Colbert joke ranted, "It's a breaded insanity. It is a sandwich that lacks all."
1: sandwichness <laughs> this yeah is, it's not a sandwich uh.
0: yeah this is a warp creation of a asilophiliccan s- brain I don't know what some really I don't know what word to use there uh whatever uh yeah but yeah it started off super, apparently it started off as a April Fool's joke
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know but it's not a joke it, the thing about it you have to understand that genius marketing or the marketing department of any company if they see motion somewhere and they say, a Trucker's Mind podcast gets you know four million views an episode, and they made fun of our chicken sandwich. They said, "Hey, what if you just put two pieces of meat?" And everybody started putting these fake pictures of these sandwiches. How about we just make one? Yeah, think about how much tracking them at the house. That's free marketing. Mm-hmm. That's free marketing, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that if you wanted to make a double down yourself, you can make one better than KFC.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be too hard. That's oh. just too much. Yeah, don't eat that at the house. That's
0: too much. Fried chicken with bacon? Like, we have to stop eating like we have free health care. Mm-hmm. We have to stop. For the most part, my diet is really cleaned up. Before I got here, Keith's mom made us some enchiladas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was good, but I've been farting since I've been eating that. I man, it's been it's been gas central in here.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, man.
1: even flatulence. In oh, up.
0: man. And then I had a little birthday cake, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm just stuffed full of, you know. That's bad stuff. It's like somebody put the gas in me. <laughs> I'm running on <laughs> fucking 91 octane right now,
2: man. God the damn. Arco
0: gas. Man. That shit. As soon as I came in this office, that shit was like. <laughs> 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 man. Yeah. I hate when you try to let it out slow and it still be loud. I hate when you try to
1: let it out s- slow and it still stink. Well, it's not going to st- the smell's not gonna fucking change to the, the the speed in which you let it out, Keith. But sometimes, like your fart, don't be that bad. But sometimes, when you let it out, because if it's la- if it's loud and it stink, at least everybody know you farted. But if it's if you try to let it out slow and it's quiet, then you could get away with it if it don't stink.
0: I'm not worried about hiding farts at this age, Keith. At 30, right, you just don't, don't
1: want to be like. Passing, no one wants to be have a stanky ass around like people. It's just not. I've had it happen
0: right here in this fucking elevator, dude. Yeah, I was coming up this, and it was this very pretty Mexican chick. She probably Mm -hmm. could have been older than like probably thirty or something. Mm -hmm. Really cute. I laid the nastiest, loudest hottest fart in the summertime and i was coming up here to grab a package from the office Mm -hmm. i farted she got on i just folded my arms and kept my face (laughs) that's because you didn't want to admit you farted well i mean she's gonna she smelt it she know
1: i shit (laughs) it she know if she would have said oh it smells in here i just would have said sorry that's crazy i apologize if it smelled too bad i'll just let the person know like hey man this is you might want to scoot i don't need to let you know Nigga, it stink. What are you talking about? I don't it's an unknown I... element just floating around in the air, and you just gonna let it marinate?
0: Well, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to, I'm not gonna try to save the moment. I don't know you. I don't this know is what you. I do.
1: Well, last time I farted, and it was like bad, bad. Um, I was filming with my guy uh, Pat, yeah, and then, um, we were filming this uh, comedy special, and then when we moving around, it's like three, four cameras set up. And then uh, I was sitting in the back, like, most of the people that were, uh, yeah. at, like, watching the show were in the front. And then uh, it was getting near the end of the show, and I had, I had like, gas the whole night, and I yeah. just let one loose. But I was dolo. Like, I was sitting by myself yeah, for the yeah. most part. Then it wrapped up, and Pat came and tried to talk to me. And it just, like, <laughs> the smell just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I was like, bro, like, you might want to scoot away because I just farted. He's like, ah, oh, man, oh. <laughs> And then he just walked away. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks for telling me, man. Ah, oh, man. He just walked away. So oh. yeah, I'm. Mean, I mean, you know, if it's bad, bad, I'll just, i just let the person know, because I don't want them. Just, I don't want it to just be like them not knowing what's going on. Like, dang, something stank. You know, I just, I'd rather let them know. It, at the end of the
0: day, it'll smell like shit. You'll know I farted. What are you gonna fucking confront me about it? Like, if it's like a situation where like you and Pat, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. But if I don't know you and it smells like fucking boiled eggs in there, and you get on. Just assume I farted. What are you gonna do? You gonna fucking fight me now? No, I think you just you just want to know. Cause if I let you know, hey, I'm sorry, I farted. Now you're gonna because it might not
1: be you. It might be like sulfur in the
0: thing. Well, they could just guess. They could just guess the smell. (laughs) You're gonna judge me regardless. If I tell you I farted, you're gonna be like, oh my god, that big black guy on the elevator farted. He's such a horrible person. And then if and then if I don't tell you, he's gonna be like, I think that big black guy farted.
1: So either way, you're blaming me for farts. You're fart shaming me. Okay, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's like uh, that's that's like the uh, what's it called body just dis- fart dysmorphia.
0: Nah, I ain't fart dysmorphia. <laughs> you
1: just gotta you gotta own it, man. Yeah,
0: yeah, you gotta own it. Damn, see, I just fucking farted out. God damn. See, man, it's all. I'm not that shit messed my stomach up, man. <laughs> all that goddamn food. Somebody's gonna fucking somebody. Somebody might share that clip. <laughs> i don't i'm not chipping bro the average person farts 15 times a day if farting is okay it just just acknowledge it if you're excessively farting that's a problem that means something something foreign is in you mm-hmm. i think one of the worst farts ever was when dj got on got in my car we went out of town i forgot where we oh we went to the comedy store went to the comedy. but he st- didn't
1: say nothing that's why we said something no i know but he- nigga was just sitting in the back and it was just like hot and stanky and what what it was is he didn't even fart in the car that
0: shit (laughs) followed him and he sat in the back man he smelled like he ate fucking (laughs) unclean rodents or something it was so bad i was like dude Dude,
1: he's smelling like hot garbage i'm like bro my god it's like a sanitation man
0: yeah dude you got something living in there you got some living organisms dj Mm mm-hmm god damn yeah that's crazy yeah, man. Sometimes, hey, you get, take a, get, You might need to get a cleanse or something. That's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to get a colonic on my vacation. It's around your time, ain't it? Huh? A colonic, not a colonoscopy. Oh, what's a colonic? A colonic is where you you get cleaned out. It's just uh, it's like they you have a tube, and it goes in your uh, your rectum, and it literally puts warm water into your digestive system, mm-hmm. and it forces waste out. Mm-hmm. So it's literally like doing like a really. It's like cleaning out your transmission. What's the difference? A
1: colonoscopy is they just checking up there. It's huh? a check. Yeah, yeah, it's a check. That's different. Yeah.
0: But this is like cleansing and getting all the, you know, any any type of parasites. There could be anything in there. Yeah. You know, a lot of people got parasites. Yeah. Yeah. How the fuck did we start talking about this shit?
1: That's crazy.
0: KFC, why'd you do it? Okay. Why'd you don't need you... to clean your colon if you get a double down? You get a double down. That shit ain't got no fiber in it. You just eating grease and pro uh, greasy protein. That's like anti fiber. Oh, I see. That's anti fiber. Mm-hmm. If fiber if if fiber could talk, it'd be like nigga again. <laughs> Can
2: you just eat a little bit of me, please? Fuck.
0: <laughs> Two vegetables. I just bought some fiber from Vitamin Shop right now. Some powder fiber. Mm-hmm. I just add a little bit in to make sure I'm hitting on my fiber goals, man. Mm-hmm. It's
1: important. Add it a little I get, bit to what I get the drinks it. or something.
0: Whether it's um either drink or a protein shake or something, mm-hmm. just throw it in there and shake it up. You can't even taste it. Mm-hmm. I try to get at least like thirty-eight grams of fiber a day. That's
1: cool. You That's have so. to. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What is you know, I wonder what the fiber what the fiber number is for men and women. Hold on. Like the Fi- recommended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh 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 uh, 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 uh. Recommended fiber. Mm-hmm. 25 to 30 grams. Damn, I've been over. The Heart Association eating plan suggests eating a variety of food, fiber sources, total dietary fiber intake should be 25 to 30 grams a day from food, not supplements. Mmm. Mmm. Well, this is a natural supplement. I wonder
1: what the difference would be. I don't know.
0: Currently, dietary fiber intakes uh, among adults in the United States average about 15 grams a day. It's probably less than that. Uh, that's about half the recommended amount. Well, I mean ain't no ain't no fiber in hot Cheetos. Motherfuckers be eating hot Cheetos all day. You know, they gotta have the nastiest shits.
1: Fiber, it's just red sauce in the toilet. Yeah. God damn. Especially them young kids, teenagers and stuff. Yeah, just walk around eating chips all day. hmm <laughs> I remember like people with like like at football practice, you know, we got the worst diets as teenagers in high yeah. school and stuff. But I remember at football practice, there would be kids, like, if we ran too much and then they had to throw up, it'd just be like, nigga, like... Colors. Yeah, just Cheetos and Doritos and stuff.
0: Nigga just throwing up purple. Yeah.
1: Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga's throwing up
0: lean. <laughs> <laughs> nigga got future on this team. Hey, hey, coach, something wrong with
2: me. I don't know what's wrong with me. Something wrong. Got this Perkins set making my feelings hurt. <laughs> Future, stop singing and get your ass on the field now! <laughs> I'm trying to cope with the Percocet be killing me.
0: <laughs> Future injuries, crazy. Yeah, that's nuts, man. I never threw up during football season ever. Like they could run the fuck out of us, so I never threw up. You ain't got no gag reflex, oh, nigga. Don't if you don't fucking <laughs> stop, nigga. God damn! Wow. <laughs> oh my god (laughs) oh man this nigga's crazy yo hey i seen this i seen this tiktok and it was this this white chick and she played this joke on this older black dude at work Mm -hmm. and she told him he said if you um uh he said if you had 30 dicks how many of them you choking on and the dude was like i ain't choking on none of them he's like you that good? <laughs> 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 oh man, guys, so crazy. That's crazy. All right, well, KFC, you know, um, shame on you, man. Yeah, shame on you. But if somehow we end, have a sponsor later on, I'll I smacked in famous bowls. Though. I'll eat a double down in front of America if you give us a deal here.
1: Yeah, there's been a lot of people doing those like little food reaction. They be trying to get their little social media. Oh yeah, food some gonna be off. really
0: good at re- re- like real good reviews though. Mm-hmm. This this, was this I forgot her name. I just followed her today. It was this black this black girl doing these food reviews, mm-hmm. and she got a double down. She's like, "Oh no, nah. KFC, y'all crazy for this one." And like she did the, this the review and the personality and shit. It was mm-hmm. so good. I was like, so
1: "It'd be entertaining, huh?"
0: Yeah, it'd be really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Some people's food reviews are so sad because they don't got no personality. Like, yeah, all right, I got the chicken. Let's do it. Yeah. This is two pieces of chicken wrapped in a bun. Well, there is no bun. The chicken is the bun. All right. Let's see what this thing tastes like. Not so bad, KFC. I give this a 9 out of 10. You're like, nigga, go yeah. to therapy. Go <laughs> ahead. He's depressed. The chicken got you stressed the fuck out. <laughs> He's in Prozac. Yeah. That's crazy. Nigga, put some uh, put some antidepressants in your chicken sandwich. <laughs> in the middle of the sandwich, we got antidepressant sauce. Yeah. <laughs> 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 sometimes this? we mix the uppers with the downers. Yeah. Sometimes we mix uppers and downers. Sometimes we get put a squirt a little heroin inside of my sandwiches. <laughs> it's always good to get me up in the morning. <laughs> my favorite thing to do when I have a double down is listening to Drake. Wow. I don't think listening to Drake. <laughs> It'd be more like. My favorite thing to do when I eat a Double Down is listen to Marilyn Manson. <laughs> 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 It'd be a nigga in the basement eating a Double Down, the beautiful people, the beautiful people.
1: <laughs>
0: this nigga's worshiping the devil down there. All right, switching gears. Uh, ben Shapiro on Child Hunger. Uh, recently, um, the conversation of Child Hunger came up, and Ben Shapiro made a statement. Um, let me see what I could get. what he said verbatim. I remember it, but. <clears throat> ben Shapiro on child hunger. All right. Let's see if I could pull this. Just use this. Hold on. Mm mm mm. Hold on. What is up everyone? I hate when people always put their fucking two cents in. Hold on. The answer that he is one of the When you if you don't like somebody that kind of makes you not have an objective opinion hmm. It's not very objective because you're just ranting about Ben Shapiro. OK, let's see. Uh, hopefully this pops it up. If government can protect
1: kids go. from sick radical left, shouldn't they also protect kids from hunger? Wouldn't it make sense to strengthen food stamps and have school lunch be free since some kids are in school lunch debt? Uh, well, I mean, if you are a parent, school lunches are not going to solve the problem of child hunger at any serious level. If, if there is a problem of children actually starving, that is a child endangerment scenario to which CPS needs to be called. Uh, if you're talking about like actual child starvation, the truth is it does not take that much money to feed a child. I know I have three of them. Uh, the, you should be feeding your child before you feed yourself. It's that simple. There's a much deeper problem at work than school lunches if kids are legitimately starving. A couple assumptions made there by Ben Shapiro and saying that people who uh, are
0: have- all right, he didn't even let him finish. The basically he says he can feed. It's not that it doesn't cost that much money to feed children because I have three of them. Here's the issue. The issue with these statements is is when you don't have any relatable experiences, you'll be speaking from a lens that's not accurate, right? So Ben Shapiro says that, but during the pandemic, the universal lunch program was put in place to prevent children from child hunger. And child hunger is not just like, I'm hungry, I need a snack, mom. It's basically mom and dad, are they could be working full-time jobs, but in America, with not only inflation, but just the lack of uh, pay, that those school those school lunches help alleviate the load at home. Yeah. And I could speak from experience because I grew up in poverty. Mm-hmm. I ate free breakfast and lunch every day at school, five days a week. And that helped it helped lighten the load at home. For sure. It yeah. it literally did. It literally did. And mm-hmm. if you've never been in that position and you can't speak to that experience, Ben Shapiro is a multimillionaire, right? What I'm not going to do is shame him him for being successful. I think that's what we all aim to be. But here's the problem. When you're speaking from the lens of a person who has never been in poverty, ever, and you have not done your due diligence in speaking to people and average Americans who live in these situations, you just start saying anything, just like this nigga just did now. Yeah. Like that, come on, Ben. Like, that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. And I'm not one of those people that look at rich people. Like There's an extremely far left ideology that will look at rich people and say, look at these rich assholes. Somebody being rich does not automatically make them an asshole. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people really worked and busted their ass and really, you know, um, their hard work allowed them to create that business and get it off the ground and be a multimillionaire in the 1%. Mm-hmm. So just because somebody's rich doesn't mean they're an asshole. <clears throat> but on the flip side of that, just because somebody is poor doesn't mean that they lack credibility as a parent. Mm-hmm. And that they should have CPS called on them, like fucking Ben Shapiro said. Yeah, I think people demonize poor people because they don't understand poverty, mm-hmm. and that's that's the issue in this country. You got too many people doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is just really unfortunate.
1: Yeah. There's this idea, like, I think on when we really look at it, um, you know, we do all have God damn. What happened? You farting, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's making my stomach turn. So. Nobody even heard that till you fucking said <laughs> it, Nigga, I heard it. What are you talking you about? You heard it on that mic? I don't know if I heard it on the mic, but I heard it in real life. Man. Um, you better
0: finish this podcast before I have to take a shit. Yeah, we got to
1: hurry up. Um, but yeah, I think that <clears throat> a lot of people, um, I forgot, I lost my whole train of thought. But I think that a lot of people are. Um, we tend to like speak on experiences that we have, you know, no, we don't have um, any real experience in in those situations. And I think that when somebody like Ben Shapiro is he Jewish? Yes. Yeah, well, he's Jewish. I don't know where he grew up, but he, I'm sure he grew up middle class, and now he's you know extremely successful. Um, when you peak, when you speak on poor people's situation. Like you just haven't lived it and you and you don't have any idea what it's like to be on, on welfare. You don't have any idea what it's like to get um, free lunch. You, you, it's just a whole world of um, experiences that you just don't even understand. And when you're speaking about it, like from this, um, you know, a lot of people speak about it from like just a one to one like American dream perspective, right. but that's just not, that's not people's reality. That's not Eddie's reality. That's not my reality. You know, when I <clears throat> was going to school, we, we, you know, my mom uh, or my parents were getting food stamps and I had free lunch. And that's just mm-hmm. kind of what it looked like. I didn't eat breakfast at school, but I ate lunch at school, um, for free every single day, you know, whether I liked it or not. And there was some other, you know, some of my other friends that had, uh, you know, their, their parents would take them off of campus and they would go to Burger King or McDonald's every right. day. And that's that's what they that's what their life would look like. But I could only imagine and I can only imagine, you know, what my how difficult it would be for my parents where all three. Well, all four of us were going to school um, at one point in time and she having to pay. X amount of dollars for four kids every single day, you know, on top of, you know, the lunch, her own lunch that she's taking to work or her own lunch that she's buying at work. So it's just, it gets expensive. And, you know, it. it ben Shapiro is an idiot. One, because like he's arguing against like the government. You know what yeah. I mean? The government thinks um, enough about free lunch and free uh, you know free breakfast and free lunch or reduce breakfast and reduced lunch mm-hmm. enough to give it to kids right like obviously it's uh it's put in place for a reason mm-hmm. like not all these people that have all the, this whole structure as far as like what kids are eating on a daily basis and what um, what the pay scale is to get free lunch what the pay scale is to get the reduced lunch and the reduced mm-hmm. lunch is usually like, You know, some come some kids came with like a quarter or something like that or 50 cents, cents you know, to to get the uh, to get the lunch or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be. So, you know, I I just think guys like Ben Shapiro, they just they just don't know. And I think that what we need to stop doing, we can have opinions or like thoughts about certain situations. But the best thing to do in these situations is just like try to. If you're going to speak about it, try to live it, try to experience it, or at least communicate with somebody from from these spaces. You know what I mean? Like, that's just if you were to tell my, you know, mom when I was going to elementary school that like um, what the free lunch at school is not doing anything she would be like what what like that's just the stupidest statement i've ever heard you know what i mean
0: these are things you say when you're completely
1: oblivious to stuff Mm -hmm. that's why like if i
0: have a statement i may say let's say i say something about women or whatever the case what i do immediately is i push back on myself Mm -hmm. i push back and i'm like okay when when women say certain things it's important for me not to invalidate them because i don't know what it feels like to be at a bar or a club somewhere and have a, have somebody grab me aggressively and, you know, I don't know what to do. Whatever the case. Mm-hmm. I don't have that experience. So I can't. I think that sometimes we could get caught up in validating something that we don't understand. Yeah. Right. And I think I've done it many times even with women like, look, I've never like I don't hang around guy. I've never seen a guy tell a woman this or that. Just because you never seen it, nigga, that don't mean it didn't fucking happen. Mm-hmm. That don't mean this dudes is not trying to grab women up and take them off into a room somewhere or whatever. Mm-hmm. They could. Like these things really happen. Yeah. So I think
1: just because you have not seen it doesn't give you the right time. And the only it, time I'll push back on that is if they make it seem like every man is doing that. That's a problem. Yeah. That's a generalization. I'm not yeah. talking about
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. And
1: mm-hmm. they're
0: like, men just want to grab you in this, it's like, stop it, baby girl. I don't move like that. Yeah. Right, I gotta make sure you understand that we well, ain't all Michael
1: Irvins out here. Yeah. Oh God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, um, there was a I forgot her name. That's the the smaller black woman downstairs has like a little clothing thing business.
1: Oh yeah, I don't know her name either. Yeah, she doing her thing though. She got a whole truck out there. Yeah, I know she had that truck out, and I think she was kind of apprehensive to like ask for help. Oh really? Yeah. I
0: can't. I, I walked in and I was like, "You good?" She's like, oh, "I should be fine." I was like. Are you sure you're good? I can help. Are you sure you're good? I can help you out. Like mm-hmm. I can help you pull that in there. And she was like, "You know what? Yeah, I need help because it's just her and her daughter." Yeah, I'm like, "No," and I kind of like, as a man too, I wanted to be there because it just I don't feel
1: right with with women yeah. and a, a little girl out there by herself, and it's nighttime. That's true. I actually never thought to help her, which is probably I mean, not that I'm a terrible person, but mm-hmm. you know, I just didn't really cross her mind. The first thing I thought of was like, "Dang, like." When I seen her, I told her I was like, dang, you got a truck now!" Like, cause I mm-hmm. remember when she first moved in, and it was just like a couple items here and mm-hmm. there. And I was like, dang, you doing your thing?" But, um, yeah, that's I probably. She had a bunch of, she had a whole <laughs>
0: rack of clothes in there, mm-hmm. and then, uh, and then I seen the shit that she was moving. I was like, "Oh, you need, you definitely need your help." Mm-hmm. And then, um, it was a rack that she had down there, um, that had a bunch of clothes on it. Mm-hmm. But I'm strong as fuck, mm-hmm. so I pulled the rack towards me and just pulled the whole thing off the truck. She was like. Oh, whoa. Well, that'll do it. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, right. She's yeah, like, thank I gotta you. I appreciate I got help her out next time. Yeah, cool. do that, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to keep getting off topic. But yeah, mm-hmm. I just felt like I felt um, I felt good helping her in that moment because mm-hmm. it's late. She by herself. She little as fuck. Some weirdos she out would, there. It's weird motherfuckers down there. And she would have took 10 years getting that shit off the way yeah. it was.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that little kid couldn't help her out. Yeah, her daughter is just holding the door open and looking at herself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, man, Um, I,
0: I think that when you're a completely oblivious to how other people live in this world, you make statements like Ben Shapiro just made, mm-hmm. and it happens a lot. Now, I don't yeah. always, my thing is, is, since I base myself on being an objective person, I've heard many things that I absolutely agree with on Ben Shapiro, and I've heard things where I'm like, this guy's a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. He's a complete idiot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like to generalize or um, completely wrap a person's personality in something that I, based in what I don't like about them. Yeah, I try to find validity in people, and I and you know, and that's how I feel about being. Even I, even when it comes to um, Candace Owens, yeah, I feel like Candace Owens is, has been completely disgusting at times, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the black community. The things she said has been kind of like almost like self hate. But I've also listened to her make extremely valid points about many things
1: yeah i think the thing you know one of the things that i've been um aware of is even commenting on rich people's experiences right we don't know you know like um one you know rich people got their own set of problems Mm -hmm. and then two a lot what a lot of uh people that ain't got no money do is we either judge people on the donations that they made Oh. J- uh, Jay Z only donated a hundred thousand dollars to this organization. He should have right. donated ten million or whatever. Um, or you know, that they, they, or when people do donate to causes, what they'll do is they'll be like, "Oh, it must be tax season. It's just another write-off for him." Mm-hmm. And it's just like, like it's either like, it's a lose lose situation for these people. So for me, I you know I'm not wealthy by any means, and I'm not telling nobody what they should do with their money. Right. Uh, because I know in certain instances I'm not the most giving person. You know I'm. Right. More, you know I do help people out um, in my personal life, but I'm not the person donating half of the money that I no? make to Me you know, some organization or something like Me that. Me neither.
0: So. I I got to the point where I stopped giving uh, Panda
1: Express money now. Yeah, and and it was crazy. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. I yeah. don't do that. It was a it was a thing. <laughs> it was a thing like. Uh, what was we at? I don't know. Me and my girl was in a drive-through and I was paying for uh whatever food we was getting. <laughs> and uh maybe it was at Taco Bell. So she got her whatever, I got my little meal, two chalupas or whatever. And then uh they were like, "Hey, do you want to uh donate or do you want to round up and donate to blah blah blah?" And she was like, "Yes." And I was like, "Nope." I said that from the passenger seat. Nope. No, nope. that's not. You ain't taking my money. I don't no. even know where that money is going. And the way they frame it sometimes,
0: it's like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. They be like, do you want to donate to the Children with Broken Legs Foundation? You would be like, damn. <laughs> no. Nah. They lay gonna heal anyways. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you want to donate to children who fell down the stairs foundation <laughs> i mean did they break something it'll be all right <laughs> i'm not giving them motherfuckers my money no more man i ain't talking about the kids but why the fuck does panda get a percentage of this shit
1: yeah they do be doing that 100 percent of my proceeds like, yeah. to go to the fucking kids yeah do you want to <laughs> donate to the little kids in africa with big bellies and flies all over <laughs> <laughs> actually y'all can take my money i'm tired of seeing them little black
0: <laughs> do you want to donate to the ig model bbl foundation I'm like no motherfucker
1: i don't want to donate to that shit uh, no it's facts no it was uh who was it like uh russell wilson i think he had gotten to a situation where he was he was skimming off the budget for some non-profit organization what yeah. Cuz you know, I mean in terms of a non they got to they don't have to, but they do pay pay mm-hmm. their employees. So, yeah. you know, sometimes they'd be having a handsome salary like the guys that mm-hmm. uh the guys for um Goodwill and stuff like that. They the CEOs of those of wow. those uh corporations they be having like nice little million dollar, multi-million dollar salaries sometimes. Holy shit. That's crazy. Yeah. So, Red Cross and all that but you know and it just it's a business at the end of the day it doesn't you know and and part of their them being there is like um it's conducive to the business you know when you when you become a CEO like if you're the CEO of Disney um you're providing a service that is as valuable as 60 million dollars a year mm-hmm. you know at least that's what they're that's what they're saying so imagine this
0: in the in the future it's going to get real tough for IG models it's going to be that little music in the background in the eye.
1: <laughs> an angel Would you like to donate to a BBL? Fly away from <laughs> these BBLs are getting really expensive and has become toxic to these Since the I pandemic and the PPP loans, the BBLs have been getting out of hand
0: oh shit Ah, oh, do you want to fly an ig model out <laughs> for only 75 cents a day Dang! And you can fly out is crazy. you can fly you can fly out taiwanesha <laughs> only 75 cents a day
1: God, dang.
0: oh man yeah it's gonna be bad man you know it's fucked up I, I don't know i'm just i'm all over the place right now you know how like obviously they we have we know that dinosaurs exist Mm -hmm. Because we have fossils, right? We have these Mm -hmm. big dinosaur fossils. Mm -hmm. And at some point in time, our civilization is going to cease to exist. There's going to be some big cataclysmic event that just comes and wipes us out, right? Mm -hmm. And when the next, like the next life form that comes into this world, they're gonna find so many BBL bones all over the no, goddamn place. No BBL bones. It's like BBL bones, cell phones, motherfucking
1: iPhones, filters,
0: lip, have and, you ever seen lip
1: injections it, and shit. Have you ever seen the Squidward? It's like a meme where uh, I think Patrick might have sat on Squidward's face or something like that. Uh-huh. And it's just like, his face is flat, but it's like round. It got like booty cheeks on it. Yeah. That's what the fossils are gonna look like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. You know, hey, man, I'm going to tell you something. And this, this, they're going to say, like, stop shaming women. I'm not shaming women. I'm bigging women up big time. But the most beautiful era of women I have ever seen in my life were in the 90s. Really? Oh, just my na- God. You mean,
1: like, just natural?
0: Just, just women that didn't have no booty or flat-chested or, you know, skinny, some a little bit big. Just the most beautiful women you have ever seen because they love being themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They wore like pantsuits and you know shirts with polka dots on them. They had style, you yeah. know. They wasn't you know it just the women back then were just women. And I, I was on I was on TikTok, mm-hmm. and I, I just and uh some little thing popped up. And it just showed a bunch of different women in the nineties. And I'm like, oh my God. These, like they showed Selena. She was beautiful. She was thick as fuck too. But she was beautiful. But
1: she was thick for the back back then. For back then. Now she
0: like she, she was like almost sl- regular. She's like now. slim thick now. She's slim thick now, but back then Selena was banging. But they just showed all these different women <clears throat> in the nineties. Like uh Selena, Selma Hayek, uh mm-hmm. um, what's the uh what's her name? Jesus Christ. The one that just lost uh, to um And she didn't get a a Emmy or whatever. What was it? Emmy,
1: the Grammy. Angela Bassett.
0: Angela Bassett in the The nineties. Oh my God! Mm -hmm. Angela Bassett was stacked. Mm -hmm. She still is, but in the nineties. Biceps too. Nineties Angela Bassett was stacked. Mm Selma Hayek, motherfucking Selena, uh, the Pink Ranger nigga. Pink Ranger was stacked. She was stacked. Hell yeah! I was Mm. a kid. Yeah. Everybody was stacked to me. <laughs> yeah. They could have a cups, and I'm like, she got some big old titties.
1: That nigga's
0: crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I be eating a lunchable, nigga, in the fourth grade. Like she thick. <laughs> Even the Asian Ranger was thick. <laughs> <laughs> For- <laughs>
1: that kid brain different.
0: Yeah, that kid brain is different. I'm like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just a trip, man. Women in the '90s were just different, man. Mm-hmm. And I just remember being a little kid, seeing all these different women with bangs in their hair. And, yeah. and I remember, like, um, some of my mom's friends back in the day, because we we lived, we lived in Delano for a while, Went we a whole bunch of black people, but all our friends were, like, you know, her age, but they were all young. Mexican chicks, they all had, they used to use Aquanet. What's it's, that? Aquanet, it's a, it's a like an aerosol spray. Psh, mm-hmm. It sprayed a bangs with it, sh, like, mm-hmm. straight up, almost like Chola status. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's mm. saying they'd be hanging out. I just remember how just how just women were in the nineties. This is way different. Yeah. Nowadays there's just girls with BBLs and fake lips and lip injections.
1: Yeah, and the makeup is OG Sucking too. the
0: fat out of their stomach and shit. Like, just be yourself. Yeah. Just please be like you and your natural state. And I would be called for body shaming if I said you are fine the way you are. You mentioned having an opinion about how women are. hmm And it's like the same women will be like, men don't know how to be men anymore. Yeah. They don't know how to court us anymore.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Time, what I realized is like I was I was, uh, I was was in church earlier and, you know, they're preaching about, um, you know, the biblical days back when Jesus was walking around and stuff like that. And Jesus
0: Christ had dressed, so shake him.
1: <laughs> like 2,000, over 2,000 years ago, right? And I was just thinking about how, like, how different, you know, things have changed in, you know, in 2,000 years. Yeah, um, and how different things have changed in only 20, you know, twenty thirty 30 years. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's like we just go through these different eras and different phases. And, you know, I was looking at the um, the TLC music video, mm-hmm. and they were looked at like Chili and uh, uh, Left, Left Eye, Eye T-Boz. and T-Boz. Yeah, they were like, you know, beautiful women yes. in the 90s. And, Very. you know, people, people wanted them. You know, obviously, Usher wanted Chili, you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> so, I don't know what happened. Aaliyah. Aaliyah was skinny and Mm -hmm. flat-chested, but she was
0: fucking beautiful. Yeah. Everybody wanted Aaliyah. Mm -hmm. We just just looked at some videos earlier in the 90s how the women Mm
1: looked.
0: They was just regular women. Yeah. Regular women. Didn't have no big old booties or nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's different. I don't
1: know what happened.
0: I'm going to tell you the internet happened. And I think that we we didn't have a foresight to see how much the internet
1: would damage the minds of everyone. Men, women, and everybody involved. But it, it takes it, one. I think that's my my point. Is like it takes it takes that one Kim Kardashian or Nicki Minaj to, to like it. just yeah yeah they kind of they, they literally kind of like
0: sparked the minds mm-hmm. of people.
1: Yeah, who was like the first? Some of the early BBLs is uh, definitely Kim. Yeah, Lil Kim was
0: doing shit. They was they had her in the, no.
1: I mean Kim Kardashian.
0: Oh yeah, her. But fucking Lil Kim was
1: already doing shit. Yeah, but even that video we seen, she wasn't like. No, that uh, that uh, Jamaican thing video. I forgot the yeah, name. Yeah, I don't it. know what it was. Mm-hmm. But Kim she wasn't was, like stacked like that. She no. like she had no super surgery.
0: Lil' Kim was fucking beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. Chocolate Little Kim from the nineties. Yeah, Little Kim was fine, man. Yeah, I don't know what what the fuck happened with all these surgeries. And let's not just talk about women. What the fuck is wrong with Sammy Sosa? Yeah. Like, have you seen him? Mm-hmm. My God.
1: Yeah, he just looks this
0: like, this nigga Sammy Sosa looked like soggy cereal. <laughs> I, this face, man. Yeah,
1: he looked like spam. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> we not talk about the spam you see on Pornhub when the fucking pop ups. We talk We're about, talking about no emails. Yeah, we talk about the spam in the can. <laughs> Sammy Sosa's fucked, man. That yeah. guy is terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How do we get here? He look like a vampire
0: yeah it's terrible man mm-hmm. yeah you gotta love your melanin man that's ridiculous.
1: <laughs> that's ridiculous yeah
0: nah um but yeah we jumped way off the bench apparel shit this is one thing i'll add to that whole child hunger thing is when i played varsity football in high school every friday we had a team meal every friday and we had a team meal for breakfast
1: and oh yep mm-hmm. yeah
0: we had a team meal but it was always something big like we've Have like steak and eggs. They grilling us big ass fat steaks with eggs. eggs. Yeah, for breakfast, man. You know, we eating that, or we eating, you know, some other different meals, potatoes.
1: Fire big old fat breakfast burritos. Yeah, big
0: burrito, whatever the case, right? And here's the thing, when you come from poverty, you look at that meal a little different Mm -hmm. than a person who just used to having food all the time. Mm -hmm. And people be like, what do you mean? What's the big deal? Well, that meal to me meant like, oh, shit, I'm going to eat good today. Yeah. Because when you don't got it like three that. Mi-
1: three meals, too. Yeah. Because we, we would. Did y'all get food before the game? No. Oh, didn't. y'all didn't get enough food before. No, that. no, no. We didn't mm. do none before the game. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. We only ate that morning. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Because but- we would get we would get pizza, like light uh, light cheese, though. Light, light cheese on the pizza. Light sauce, light cheese on the, like, Little Caesars pizza. Ugh.
0: hmm I'm surprised y'all went on that field shitting yourself
1: <laughs> yeah, and then on thursdays we would get uh we would get panda but just the uh just the noodles what mm-hmm what was up with coach Gola? what the fuck was he doing he was he was taking care of us bro noodles from panda mm-hmm and what else uh just that you just get like they you get the pans and then you could go get like a couple servings like you might get one little bowl and then go back get another one. He just putting
0: carbs in you guys. Mm -hmm. That's what he was doing.
1: Yeah, but it was uh. What I realized is like you know, Coach Gull is a coach, but there's like there's an organization like the boosters the families and stuff like that. Mm, They they be taking donating. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing that (laughs) even
0: when I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, Yeah. yeah. But that's it. Take when they say like you know the cliche, it takes a village. Like when you really like if you were, were let's say. You know, you and I, we get a huge or when we get a huge uh, podcast deal with whomever or we just stay independent and just make a lot of money. But when you start, when you look at like if success is right here and then this is like where we were born, you just look at all the branches of people that, you know, kept us alive in a sense, you know, that friend that bought you lunch or that friend I bought you uh, after the football game, y'all might have went to in and out and you didn't mm-hmm. have no money but yeah he like yo Eddie, I got you or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be or you know you went out to you asked your friend to go out to lunch to taco yeah. Bell and he had you know fifty dollars for lunch and he bought you a couple of tacos or something yeah like that, you know just all those things along the way to kind of get you to it's where you can do that for other people poverty is
0: is very nuanced <clears throat> it's very nuanced like yeah. there was times where like my dad's car breaks down right it's messed up and I go to. I have a teammate that has a nicer car than my dad, mm-hmm. right? That that just gives you an idea of what poverty is. Like, yeah, the the, the your teammate has like at the time a two thousand three Mustang. It's two thousand three, and your dad's car's broken down or it ain't, it ain't running. So you just you see the disparity in which people have which, or you go home and y'all ain't got a whole bunch of food at the house. And you go over one of your teammates' house. He's like, hey, bro, come over come to my house, dude. We're going to be playing the game and shit, chilling. And you go over there, and he'd be like, hey, I'm hungry. And he'd be like, oh, just go to the pantry, bro. And you open up the door, and it's a bunch of fucking food yeah, all up in there. Food yeah. everywhere. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. you're just like, whoa, people really living like this? You At an early age, you get um, a realization of what's going on in the world. Because mm-hmm. you go home, and first of all, we didn't have no pantry. Okay? A mm-hmm. pantry is for people that got money. Think mm-hmm. about that. If mm-hmm. you broke, more likely you don't got a house, you don't got a pantry. And yeah. I eat. was closer to panhandling than a
1: pantry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, man. And
0: a panhandle in a pantry. <laughs> <tree.
1: laughs> or the opposite is also true. Like, one of the homies that just had stupid amount of food stamps, like, Mm -hmm. they had, like, maybe a lot of kids or, I don't know, they claimed they, you know, they was taking care of their little cousin or something at the crib, and they just had, like, stupid snacks in Mm -hmm. in their cabinets and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Having food stamps back in the
0: 90s and early 2000s was different because back then we had the books of food stamps. We had physical food stamps, Mm -hmm. not that card. Back in the 90s we had actual books that had dollars of cash mm-hmm. in food stamp form mm-hmm. and when you grow up poor you learn this game if you want to get cash if you spend a quarter on something because back in the day little debbie snacks was a quarter chips was uh, the little cash back huh? little small bags of chips was a quarter that was the original
1: cashback. <laughs>
0: oh yeah so if you spend a quarter on this and a quarter on that what would happen is they had to give you 75 cents back mm-hmm. so what i would do is on the way home it'd be a couple stores i go get an item boom and then get mm-hmm. another item, boom. Then get another item, boom. And then before I know it, I got a couple dollars. Yeah. And, and, and
1: one I t- wonder how that affected there. Like, I would be curious to talk to like Bobby at A One or something like that, mm-hmm. and be wondering like, what was the business side on the back end? Because we just paying for it, but on the back end, what does that look like? Do you exchange your dollars to the government and then they pay you money, or like what is? I don't look know. Like? I think that would be.
0: I don't know, bro. <clears throat> All I know is they'd be like, one time I went to the same store multiple times in one day.
1: Mm-hmm. He's
0: like, stop getting this. I know what you're trying to do. Stop doing this. It's not they right. Know
2: what you're trying to do. <laughs> why are you doing here? Why are you fucking do it?
1: <laughs> I'm like, whoa, man. Those real, like, real, uh, real real hood stores, they let, they was letting niggas buy liquor with food stamps. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, this
0: is nuts. Mm-hmm. I remember I, I, I got cussed out. I got cussed out of it. I went to this one store. The dude cussed me the fuck out. I I, I think I told him, uh, what did I tell him? Oh, he had like a Reese's, a gooey Reese's peanut butter bar. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of marked up. I was like, dang, that's expensive. If you don't like it, then get out. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. He do not like it. Get the fuck out, my friend. Oh, he's hot. Yeah, he was mad. Damn. He said, get the fuck out, my friend. People, uh, (laughs) and (laughs) and, I'm not your friend. Yeah, and then I was like, fuck you then, bro. And then I left, and the dude was mad. And I hadn't, and this is the thing that's crazy. I wasn't on no list. It wasn't no picture of me in that store. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, nine months go by. And my dad was still allowed there, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the store that was off of uh, off of uh, Plans, mm-hmm. kind of by South High. It's a store, like, on the corner. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I, my dad was allowed in there. So I was like, oh, Whatever. I tried to go in there one day. He's like, you're not allowed to come in. Get out now. I'm like, nigga, that was nine months ago.
1: Because you just disrespected his food? I don't know.
0: So he kicked me the fuck out.
1: Yeah, they be taking about it personal
0: this. with their food, man. I'm sorry about the Middle Eastern accent. That's how y'all sound, okay? <laughs> no, <I'm
1: black. laughs> you probably still go in there and he kick you out. I remember you 20 years my ago. Fi- my friend, you get out. <laughs> black, get out, black. Like that's not my name. It's not black, man. (laughs) The 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 logic though to call you your like him your friend, like he's calling you his friend. I don't know, man. But it's like I, I think
0: that there is a general. I think that it in regards to stereotypes. There is a generalized idea or of what black... Like, if you said somebody black, they'd be like, get out of my store, know what I'm saying? Like, it'd be some white guy making that voice. Yeah. If it was an Indian guy, it's like, what are you doing? Like, if it's an Asian, they'd be like, oh, my, what do you do here? I do not know, you know? Get out of my store you, now. You, you get everything, everything for cheap pride, right? Cheap <laughs> <Keep> pride. But, <laughs> but that's racist, right? Yeah. You know, I guess that's considered racist. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I've heard some white folks make some black accents, and that shit was funny.
1: Yeah. I like stand up comedians.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I was laughing, especially when it's based in them being around. When something is racist, it's because they haven't done <coughs> any type of, uh, how do you say it? They don't have any type of backstory or experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when it's like a white dude who grew up with a bunch of black dudes and they do like the voices, that shit be funny because it be real. Mm hmm. He was like, "Okay, this is funny." Like when Schultz Schultz was cracking a black joke on this dude that went to a show late. Mm -hmm. The dude walked into a show and he had a bag of McDonald's. Mm -hmm. He's like, "Yo, if this ain't the blackest shit ever, Mm -hmm. you showed up late and you brought chicken, Mm -hmm. bro." Everybody was dying. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the people that listen to this podcast think that about us because they actually listen every week. If you a casual person, they'd be like, they probably would tune out. Yeah. They'd be like, fuck you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: My dad is Indian. My friend. <laughs> my friend. <laughs> if you're telling me to fuck myself, we can't be friends That's anymore. That's what
1: I'm saying. Nigga, we not friends. What is that? That's a fucking oxymoron. I don't even know you. Yeah. Yeah. And you be taxing me every time I come in here.
0: Yeah. It's like, man, you didn't, man, how, how did my debit card keep getting charged, this motherfucker, every time I walk in the store?
1: Yeah. Nah, 50 man. 50 cent charge. Yeah, it would be nuts, man yeah like what the fuck
0: yeah but yeah there's that man i we went all over the place and then back around the corner again with this shit but Mm -hmm. yeah man for all of those that have grown up in poverty you understand what it is man um it's tough yeah it's it's tough man and um those meals that we get or going over a friend's house and hanging out and eating there that's Mm -hmm. all alleviating pressure at home for sure, man it's <clears> all alleviating pressure so any any kids going through poverty now I pray for them man mm-hmm. if I, I remember I seen this little kid and this little boy and his and his sister and the kid could have not been no older than twelve and his sister could have been not no older than ten mm-hmm. and it's like uh sorry sir you know if you might have like maybe fifty cents or something like that and they genuinely looked like they was trying to get something to eat from the store mm-hmm. so I gave. I gave the boy like 20 bucks, and I was like, hey, come in here, man. I'm going to grab you some shit to get. And he's like, <clears throat> huh? And I was like, just take that $20, hold that, and I'm going to get y'all what y'all want oh, out of you here. you laced him, huh? Yeah, I laced him and his sister up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was like, oh, man, thank you. I was like, hey, man, go ahead and go home, man. Because mm-hmm. it was starting to get, late, probably like 6
1: o'clock. God damn. Yeah. Ain't no telling what they got going on at yeah, that house. Yeah, they probably, who knows, mama could be on drugs or some shit. I remember, I, you, you can remember like that, I remember as a kid, um, there was this girl, and kudos to her, because it was like, on field trips, you would normally take your own lunch, right? Or mm-hmm. you would have money to pay, you know, we might stop at, what, like if we went to, I don't know where we went, but if we went to a place and there was like a food court there, mm-hmm. you know, your mom might give you like fifteen dollars to buy whatever Mm -hmm. um but i remember um there was this one girl and we would laugh at her um but she would get the school lunch like you know if it's like hey if you if you want a school lunch just let us know um so that we can you know pack some extra lunch and it's it's usually like a sandwich and some chips and a milk or something like Mm -hmm. that um and then at the end, the teachers would say, like, hey, if any of you guys want to take any of these sandwiches home, we're going to throw them away anyways. Mm. So the girl would be like, yeah, I'll take, you know, a sandwich home. But we would be like, ugh, like, this is old so dusty-ass girl. But in retrospect, like, nigga, we all broke. Yeah, we right? all poor. <laughs> yeah, like, my mom could probably, you to like you know, benefit from me not having to eat dinner at yeah. home. Night, yeah. You know, so, but I, I say kudos to her because she had, like, the... I don't know what you would call it, but she didn't have pride or whatever, you know, yeah. she just grabbed a sandwich and, you know, it was, it was nothing to it.
0: Yeah, better to eat that than fucking go home hungry. Yeah. And because, you know, we're kids and we don't have enough real world experience mm-hmm. and we're so ashamed of being poor that we have to act like we're like not as poor as the poorest people. For sure. And we poor as fuck. I went to school with kids that wore the same shit the whole year. The same pair of shorts, the same T-shirt. I went to school with motherfuckers that didn't even have jackets. Mm-hmm. Like Just
1: coming to school
0: with a freaking it's freezing notebook cold. notebook and a T-shirt on. Coming to school with just a binder and some mm-hmm. shorts and, a, and the Chuck Taylors. hmm You know? So it's, it's yeah. And some of those guys, I know some guys that had really tough home lives when they were kids, and now they're doing really good, man. hmm yeah, the dude I ain't gonna drop no names, but it's a guy I knew that he was always really dirty, really dirty. Mm-hmm. Always had really beat up clothes, mm-hmm. and um, now I just see him. I go to to his page. Mm-hmm. This nigga got Gucci on. Yeah, he wearing Givenchy. He wearing all kind of designer shit, and he got it stacked all mm-hmm. over his bed. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, this guy's got like that's a, a little od. It's od, but it's like it's like a fucking a trauma kid. response. Yeah, for it's sure. It's like I was so dirty. And I look so bad so in I high probably school. take
1: two showers a day.
0: Yeah. yeah. Probably, man. Yeah. He probably still getting all that dirt off him from high school. It's <laughs> like, it's still dirt on me, nigga. What's I got a Charlie in there? Brown
1: character that just got a little dirt cloud running around him? Oh, are the one that got the stink lines on yeah. it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who was that motherfucker <laughs> with the stink lines? I don't know his name. He looked like he had a fucking circus going on around yeah. him. I forgot his name. That was
1: your homie right there. Is
0: that, that Was that like the running joke that he smelled? Uh, I don't know if he smelled. He was just like dirty. Yeah, that was see. like Charlie Brown's friend. He had a bunch of stink lines all around his head. Mm-hmm. Good grief, Charlie Brown. <laughs> Remember this mom? I guess it was mom. Like all the parents sounded the same.
1: Yeah. Imagine if. Pig Pen. That's his name? Mm-hmm. What was the, What's the story behind him? Uh, Pig Pen is a. Uh, peanuts character oh caricature uh who is always very dirty oh often takes pride in his dirt he, he says it could be the dirt from ancient civilizations. what what the fuck <laughs> I guarantee you that that he ain't around no more that that character
0: right now would be fucking canceled I always say that because that somebody would say that they're shaming him for being dirty no oh, yeah yeah you can't have characters like you can you cannot have fat albert in today's world a fat black kid that's uneducated Mm
1: -hmm.
0: hey 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 they'd be like get that shit off of here (laughs) 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 it's fat albert Mm -hmm. get that nigga off of here (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah all the parents on charlie brown be like mama 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 can you imagine if charlie walked in on his on his mom having sex or something
1: yeah he'd
0: be like Hey mom. Oh my god. Mom. Mom. mama. Mom. 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 She tell her to close the door but it's not in English. It's just that fucking Charlie Brown voice. Charlie Brown standing there with that fucking bird on his head watching his mom get his get her clapped cheek. Cheeks clapped. Excuse me. Oh man. Good grief, mom. You can <laughs> at least close the door. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, what's the what's the Christmas special they had? I forgot what it was called. Uh, they usually uh
1: Charlie Brown Christmas.
0: Charlie Brown Christmas? What's mm-hmm. the song that that goes with that? I don't
1: remember. I'm trying to remember. What's
0: the bird's name?
1: Um, Pete Petrie or something? Let me see. <laughs> They, they oh, re- Woodstock Woodstock that's right Wood- Petrie who's Petrie
0: I don't know yeah you just making shit up It's a bird that got a name like Petrie or something like that yeah and he had Snoopy on there
1: yeah Snoopy yeah that's a What's little girl that would always lift the ball up when he was uh, about to kick it ah fuck I forgot her name I know she's a fucking asshole though
0: I don't know <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> always causing <clears throat> trouble yeah yeah Charlie Brown had hoes, though. Yeah, I know. Especially, but I always I always wondered uh, why, uh, what was the show? Why Scooby-Doo was so popular. Because every episode ended the same. Yeah, it was like very formulaic. And then at the end, every time they took the mask off, I'm so tired of you meddling, kids. Mm-hmm.
1: Every time. Every time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It did, it definitely had uh like a cult following. And then they they had like spin-offs, like the um Scooby and the gang, like the young the little young Scooby. Yeah. hmm Now they Scooby got Dooby uh, Dooby Lesbian um, Thelma. Les- yeah, Lesbian Thelma. Thelma.
0: They always doing rebrands of Thelma. They be having this thick Thelma this thick as
1: fuck. Yeah, that that that's where they lost. They should have made Thelma bad. That would have been crazy. Like a, They should have made a live action version when she was a second. <laughs> Scooby Dooby Doo. Yeah. I see you. Ready and you're willing. I think if they, because you know how uh, they be doing, you know how they did the reboot of Bel Air where it's like the darker yeah. tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be fire if they did like a more adult version of Scooby Doo. That would be crazy. Yeah. But not all the liberal nonsense where they got to make everybody. They got to make Daphne like transgender and yes. like just keep it regular, but like you know, like a darker tone to it. Like have like a uh, like a Jordan Peele director Scooby or Doo got an afro and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's like,
0: <laughs> come on, guys, we got to make it the Black Lives Matter rally. <laughs> <laughs> chill,
1: chill, chill. <laughs> Scooby and Shaggy at the Black Lives Matter rally. <laughs> that was crazy. Black Lives <laughs> right, <right>,
2: Matter. Black right, <laughs> <right, right>, Matter,
1: <laughs> <laughs> bro.
0: it's crazy (laughs) yo. that's wild bro. it'd be a bunch of conservatives like
1: get that dog out of here if it wasn't for that meddling dog I would have been racist
0: (laughs) (laughs) we need to build a wall to keep that dog out of here get him out of here I would have got away with it if it wasn't for those meddling kids I would have got away with it if it was those meddling kids (laughs) messing with the election (laughs) 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 oh man yeah yeah, all of a sudden they take a mask off as fucking Alex Jones. Right? Dang, Ben <laughs> Shapiro, like,
1: you motherfuckers better <laughs> leave me alone.
0: You goddamn Scooby Do, that fucking dog. <laughs>
1: I was gonna take away all the free lunches from all the kids, but uh, those meddling kids got oh, into got in the way. Ben
0: Shapiro, yeah. he's like the the the, the biggest issue of facing a black Americans in America is not actually white racism. It's not racism at all. It's <laughs> actually Scooby Doo. Yeah, it's Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo <laughs> has been put in the black communities all over America, <laughs> and he's got a problem. And what's going on? <laughs> he's like Ben Shapiro. If you don't shut the fuck up, it's actually Scooby Snacks. Scooby Snacks are taking over the world. I actually didn't have sex until I was married because <laughs> it was the right thing to do. And in the Jewish community, we try to make sure we get these done. That nigga sound like he running off of fucking
1: Windows 90,000. That nigga sound like an artificial. That nigga sound like my GPS system. Turn right, right here. This nigga sound like (laughs) iRobot. Go past this light and turn left. (laughs) (laughs)
0: This nigga sound like he getting fights With Will Smith in the future (laughs) (laughs) Actually I was able to beat Will Smith Before he slapped Chris Rock I was actually the one that told him to do it Because my mechanisms in my brain told me faster
1: (laughs) That's crazy
0: Yo his brain ain't normal dog (laughs) This nigga got a This nigga got a turbocharger In his brain bro That nigga brain, you did it. it run off penzoil. I'm yeah. telling you,
1: right <laughs> <laughs> his uh, his vocal mechanism is just like it's like sped up. It's super. That nigga sp- be sounding. Have you ever? Sometimes I'll be like, this mostly happened on Zoom, but it's been a couple times on Zoom where like you know, there's people that just talk very fast. Yeah. Where I've been on Zoom and I'm like, did this Zoom line just glitch a little bit? And sometimes when you listen in a Ben Shapiro, it sounds like the vid, like the video, yeah, sped up. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, God
0: damn, I feel bad for his wife because she be sitting there
1: having to really receive that shit. Yeah, like how do he talk sexy? Like, just like, just pull your lady over here and I'm going to eat your ass right now.
0: According to my calculations, I'm about to come in 45 seconds. <laughs> but until then, I just want to let you know that you're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and I think it's it, just it's like not sexy. I think it's something that you should be very proud of. And I really took my time with this vagina. I made sure I did everything
1: I could. Um, and hopefully, in the future, we could definitely uh, consummate our vows and have kids. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: Nigga, shut the fuck up!
1: Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! This is so sexy right now! Oh my gosh! Your pussy is just so wet! Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm just gonna come right now! I'm just gonna come right now! Not, 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 in two seconds, five, four, three, two, one! Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> you can be counting down, but it's faster. It's not five seconds. Oh man! <laughs> in five seconds, i gonna come. Five, four, three, two, one.
0: he sound like that robot off of fucking star wars star Star wars what's Uh, his name r2d2 no 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 not r2d2 the 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 metal nigga the gold one yeah uh fuck what's his name c3po c3po he don't know he don't sound like that c3po sound kind of gay a little bit he sound like uh didn't they say c3po was gay I don't know. He a robot. <laughs> I, know. I know. I think they did say he was gay though. Uh, I, don't I was know. looking. At, I just how they did with a uh, Mister, like not uh, was it Mister Potato Head? They made Mister Potato Head non-binary now. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they just changed no, it. All of them are like gender neutral. And Burton Ernie is gay now. It's just Potato Head now. Yeah, Burton Ernie is gay. I heard about that. Yeah, that's wild, yo. Uh, yeah, they just be throwing stuff in there. What's the dude from uh, Power Rangers? I'm like, where's Zordon? What was oh. that dude? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I forgot his name. Rangers. <laughs> he kind he, he of like he might have a little bit of <laughs> a little bit of what? He got a little bit of Richard Simmons in him. <laughs> Zordon, where's the dick? <laughs> what's, what's going on? It's Rangers. Oh my God. Someone put a little sugar in my tank. <laughs> 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 There's too much molasses in me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. We, we
0: need to fight the monster. Oh, oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, shout out to uh, Ben Shapiro, man. We had a lot of fun making fun of him. <laughs> God. All right, switching gears. Where we at, man? Uh, one oh eight. All right, uh, we'll see how far. Hopefully, we don't drag this one on too long. This seems like an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sierra. Sierra. Uh, recently, um, my goodies, my goodies. The, the the singer, Sierra, who was married to uh, Russell Wilson recently, they were at, uh, oh fuck, was it Vanity Fair? Let me double
1: check. I think they were at the, uh, was it the Vanity Fair? Uh, I thought it was the Oscars. It was, a, it it was might like have a been an post- Oscars party for Vanity Fair or something like that. She talks about selective outrage. <clears throat> okay, let's see. It's
0: Oscars party dress. Let's read it here. Mm -hmm. Um, Sierra has responded to those who didn't approve of her Vanity Fair Oscars party dress Uh, for this year's affair the singer wore a sparkling sheer backless dundas dress that included a deep V neckline Uh, she paired with a look of a black thong opera style gloves and a pair of Santoni shoes the level up singer's look which she later shared on Instagram was immediately met with lots of mixed opinions uh, with many criticizing how revealing the look was
1: yeah
0: okay here's my opinion on this here is my opinion on this there's going to be a lot of people that feel many different ways about what sierra wore i will say this and i'm speaking on this generally okay man or woman as a married man or a man in a relationship if i'm out and about right and let's say i'm leaving the gym and I see in this, this attractive woman's approaching me, who's probably very busty, might have a big booty, really pretty girl at the gym, and she just wants to introduce herself to me and say, hey, my name is Amber, I always see you here at the gym. And I was like, oh, my name's Eddie, it's good to meet you. And then I walk away, that's what a married man should do, or a mm-hmm. man in a relationship should do, you know why? Because he's pushing away attention from himself, because he's only pouring into his relationship, mm-hmm. right? So- you know how people say let me give another example how do i say this i just think that being in any type of relationship should be the absence of attention yeah from other people right Mm -hmm. we live in a time where people where women wear a backless dress and people will say she's sexually empowered and people are too fragile the only thing you should be empowering is your fucking relationship. We live in a digital era that is making people delusional and thinking that a married woman should have a thong up her ass just because she's sexually empowered. I should not be able to look at Sierra and say, man, she got a fat ass. that means you're allowing me too much access into your relationship and it's disrespectful that's my opinion you can call me old-fashioned you can call me (coughs) old school but i just named the male accountability part of it if think about this if you out and about in a public setting and a very attractive woman is trying to talk to you when you entertain that for too long what do you think that looks like if your wife or girlfriend came up and seen that they wouldn't like that very much would they because they know this girl got big ass titties and you are talking to her and it doesn't look good so as a man when you see that you pull yourself at that situation you say hey you have a nice day and you walk the fuck off but why are there so many people not just women why are there so many people that bring the wrong energy to their relationships bro it is fucking it's it's just indecent it's not decent bro and it's weird i don't think people even respect the people they date anymore it's fucking crazy Mhm. I I personally I personally just can't comprehend it. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I don't want to keep going over the same point, but there's something else I was wanting to really get off my mind too.
1: Um I think the thing the thing for me is like the only way I I know to approach this situation is just not me and mine mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think there's like Sierra is just the most famous famous example of this, but it's been many, uh, uh, um, what's the girl's name? What's the girl's name that was in uh, Transformers? Uh, May- Megan mm-hmm. Fox? Yeah, Megan Fox. Um, I can't think of nobody's names. Uh, Hannah Montana, what's her name? Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Yeah, th- those girls, they've all had like an iteration of mm-hmm. this uh, this type of thing, you know, this type of dress. So it's it's been, you know, been going on for, for many, many years now but um I just I just don't for me personally like I just don't I don't understand it no I don't either <clears throat> yeah, I don't understand um you know, and I definitely wouldn't want my girl going mm-hmm. out of the house like that and then Mm-mm. and then it's and then it kind of turns into a fight so I think yeah. I think for me, you know, I was telling Eddie this earlier like the, mm-hmm. I think the thing for me is just to to get somebody that you already have a, a understanding with, yep. you know, like if you see a girl, excuse me, if you see a girl and you and you met met via social media or whatever, and then you find out, or you just go through her page and you real, you you look at her page and all of her pictures are pretty decent, you know what I mean? It's just regular clothes. She got, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, everything covered up. Uh, then you could, then you could kind of tell like she's not gonna do nothing out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Like she present herself like this, but sometimes like you you can't really find that person that is like bathing suits, bikinis, mm-hmm. titties out all on all on social media, and then try to change that person because then it's gonna turn into an argument or yeah. like why are you trying to change me like right. they came into the relationship like that right. so it's just better to be if you if you want that type of person or, or you're okay with that type of content or you're right. okay with your partner revealing themselves in that way then you know to pursue a relationship with that type of person yeah because you know <clears throat> you know I think in in Russell Wilson's case like um he might I don't he might get off on something like that like Probably some people get off on other people being attracted to their to their girls. I so.
0: think that's really weird though too. I think, I think that that's, <coughs> some, that's some cuck shit. I'm not with that. Yeah, I'm not with that at all. I, yeah. I think that what's weird is you'll see dudes that'll have a picture with their girl or post a picture of their girl, her titties all out, her ass all out. If I went to that post and I said, man, your wife got some big ass titties or she got a fat ass You'd be like, hey, bro, don't talk about my wife like that. And I'd be like, you already did it, you stupid motherfucker. Mm -hmm. You don't put your wife out like a piece of meat, you idiot. Mm -hmm. That's what happens when you do that. Mm -hmm. See, the crazy thing about people, too, is they will literally do things. Okay, let's say, for example, as a man, if I'm married or I'm in a relationship and uh, I get my best cologne on, Mm -hmm. um, I wear a T-shirt that's showing off. My muscles, I wear tighter shirts and more tapered pants. I get my nicest car, and I'm out at 2 in the morning all the time. You're going to think I'm getting pussy. Mm -hmm. If you're my wife or my girlfriend, you're going to think that my actions are on purpose for me to get attention from females, right? And it makes sense. Your your, your assumptions could be right. Mm -hmm. So when I see women out here, and they got their ass out, and they're Sierra's age, almost in a female midlife crisis, you in your late 30s twerking in videos making songs for single women. Like, that's weird. You, you're delivering poison out here. How about you sing about your happy relationship? You just know what sells. That's the only thing. And you got your ass out like this? You are in a midlife crisis. You know how many women I know my age, 38 and even older, right, that want the same attention that a 21-year-old woman wants? That shit is wild to me.
1: Do you think Future's seen that picture?
0: Yeah, I think I think Future picked out the dress personally.
1: (laughs) He's like, you know, it don't matter. No matter how
2: long you with him, it don't matter. Like, I'm always gonna be your daddy. You know what I'm saying? (laughs)
0: It's like, I'm married, Future.
2: No, no, no. Look, listen here. You gonna put that dress on? I send it to your house right now. (laughs) (sighs) Yes, Daddy. I want you to show your booty when you go up there too, so you know what's going on when I get up there.
0: (laughs) And he just hang up. I mean shit That's what it looked like It looked like Future picked this shit out Like
2: I don't care how long you married to Russell Wilson That don't mean nothing to me Ain't got nothing to do with nobody but you I just, I just want to get you butt neck And get you showing people with you. I just want to take you out and show
1: you uh. <laughs> Yeah bro yeah. Yeah. This shit, I think the thing that <clears throat> The thing that is kind of sad for me is, um, I think there is, and we know one personally, I think there is, uh, there's one thing for them to be like the, uh, like the Adam 22s of the world, right? Yeah, it's, it's, like their partners of porn, right, like porn right. and stuff like that. Right. And, you know, they go in knowing that situation. <clears throat> yeah. But then there's an other section of men that are like putting up with it because they that's their partner and they want to be supportive or they don't want to. Or they just don't have the, or there's, they just don't have the ability to be assertive, or they're just kind of submissive yeah. in terms of their relationship. So, I guess what I'm saying is like, you know, there's a there's a, a small section of men out there that are, um, that have to be okay with, you know, some of these antics or mm-hmm. these shenanigans by their partner, and they just gotta, you know, hold their tongue because that's just the way it is. So I say that to say like, I hope. That's not Russell Wilson's situation. I hope if the, she does step out of the house, like, he's perfectly fine. Like, in the depths of his heart, I hope he's, like, perfectly fine because we know situations where, you know, girls will have, like, a OnlyFans or girls that's, will be uh, posting, like, cool. these crazy mm-hmm. boudoir pictures on, on Instagram mm-hmm. and then they got, I mean, they, they partner, husband, whatever the case may be, just is, like, quote-unquote supportive of it. Yeah. Fuck
0: that shit. <clears throat> I don't care. Y'all could do y'all relationships however you do it. There's no way I'm with any woman doing a fucking OnlyFans. There's no way I'm with no woman that's walking out with her ass out because I'm not stupid. That's why. I live in the real world. I had a bunch of homies that was bouncers, trainers. You know how many trainers is fucking married women all the time? These women come up to the gym with hardly nothing on
1: yeah, cheeks out.
0: And and there's a what I'm saying is there a cor there's a correlation. Not to mention too is I I liken it to what type of woman I would want if I have a young daughter. If I have a daughter, I need a woman, a strong woman who is a good example to my daughter. I don't need a twerking mom. I want a woman that actually could be a leader and a matriarch of the fucking household. I don't want my fucking teenage daughter twerking on the fucking internet.
1: Yeah, fuck no, hell no. They had a you seen North, Northwest was, like, dancing to Ice Spice or something like that?
0: I don't know. All I know is that shit don't get no play. You got me fucked up. Like, and it was, was weird, too, is they'll, you, if you say this, they'll be like, well, it's her body. It's her body, and I'm tired of insecure men and boys that don't know how to. No, it ain't about insecure boys. Here's the problem. Good men and good women drive a hard bargain. That's the truth. So as a what a good woman is not going to settle for a dude that comes around that's not providing, that's not really got no money, that don't really have no integrity, that that doesn't do what he says he's going to. Like they don't good women drive a hard bargain the same way as a man. If you want a decent woman, you don't want somebody with their titties hanging out like that and their ass out. That's a no, no. That's the like you. Why would you want? To look available while being married. You know how many available married people that exist? You don't even know they're married because of the way they act. Mm -hmm. See, my thing is this. My behavior as a man will dictate what I need to do. I don't need to post, you know, my girlfriend a wife every five minutes. But by the way I conduct myself, you know I'm married. You see that ring on my finger. And you know what time it is. Mm -hmm. Right? But most people don't move like that. Mm-hmm. Titties out, ass out, motherfucking looking for attention, dudes following a bunch of thoughts on the internet, looking at a bunch of shit. It's like, bro, this all of this shit is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm just, I'm just taking bits and pieces from men and women. Mm-hmm. Cause it's inappropriate across the board. Mm-hmm. And Russell Wilson's like a Christian dude. He could be cool with it. But is he going to be cool when he walk in at 2 in the morning and Future got her bent over again? Is that he going to be cool with that too? (laughs) I always
2: told her, like, I'm going to be your daddy whatever go on. I'm just still going to be there every time. (laughs) And if Russell wasn't like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Man, close the door, man. <laughs> Stop trying to ruin the romance, man. This nigga Russell Wilson always oh, trying to fuck something up, man. Close the door, man.
0: <laughs> I think Russell Wilson is that polite. He would probably close the door and let him finish.
2: Russell Wilson, this is turnover on downs. I know you're familiar with that, ain't you? I know you're throwing on them interceptions on the field, but I done caught the ball. Get out the room, man. <laughs> Give me like five more minutes. <laughs> I'm full of Percocet right now. I'm ready to really get it in. I better hit the A gap if you know what that means. Y'all you know to hit the A gap. I'm going all the way to the hole. I'm going all the way to the hole. I'm going all the way to the hole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Man, we just gotta be better as people. Keith said something before the podcast, too. He also said, make sure you like, You like basically, it wouldn't be me because I would never get that deep. Mm -hmm. I would pay attention to like all of the nuances of a person and pay attention to the social media, pay attention to what they say, pay attention to what they wear, pay attention Mm -hmm. to what they do. And it's not because you're psychoanalyzing a person, it's because you're trying to protect them and you. Yeah. Right? I don't need to wait. I don't need to wait till I'm in too deep to say, hey, that's a deal breaker. And now I don't want a woman to ever feel like she's moving inauthentic to herself i don't want a woman to feel like i'm changing her right so what i say is not law but i shouldn't have to tell a woman that i if if i've done my due diligence on protecting myself and the woman i shouldn't have to tell her hey baby your your nipples are showing yeah hey baby your ass cheeks are showing you going to the gym your butt cheeks is out mm-hmm. hey your camel toe is showing real bad right now mm-hmm You know, and there's sometimes women might not know they Mm -hmm. might not know. Mm -hmm. It's not always they They might not know. And let's be clear when I say this. This is not to rob women of getting attention. Women get attention just existing. It's not your girl's fault. She got big breasts or she got a big booty. That's not her fault. She's going to get attention for that anyways. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem with that. But if she got big old titties and but she wears super small clothes on purpose (laughs) so they can (laughs) hang out. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. Yeah. If she got a big booty. That's not her fault. She could wear leggings or whatever. But if she wearing the leggings, they got a crease in the butt, and and, the and, cheeks a, is out. And, and and her butt cheeks is showing on the bottom. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. You're doing you're doing everything to get even more attention. Mm-hmm. And we live in a time where women are being dishonest when they say, "I don't I don't do things for attention. This is all for me. I do this for me." And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. And Then you post these pictures. If it was for you, you would have kept it in your camera roll, but you put it on social media because
1: you wanted that attention. Yeah, I get it more. I don't know social. The Instagram is so stupid to me. Yeah, it's just to, I, I, I. was really sitting back and thinking about the concept. Right. I get it. If you're, you're, you know, you're, we're striving to be, uh, you know, successful podcasters, right? I get that. You run in a business, you're selling clothes, you're mm-hmm. uh, marketing your music, whatever the case may be. But when I really thought about, like, it's really people out here, like, posting pictures. It could be like a picture of you and your girlfriend at the beach. Like, like, why? <laughs> like, why are you posting a picture of your family? On what? On Instagram. Mm. Like, not that there's anything wrong with it. I just right. don't. I don't. I really don't understand it. Like, I really mm. don't understand, like... In what, what
0: context, though?
1: Just in general, like, why do we have a platform, like, where we're just, like, sharing our lives with, like, mm. not only... It's different from Facebook. Facebook used to be, like, the place where you would... that's fr- They're your friends, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you, you send a friend request, mm-hmm. right? But Instagram is a place where, like, people are putting, like, hashtag family, hashtag... Beach trip hashtag mm. married with children. It's like what I just don't understand the concept of like promoting your regular life to like every person on on Instagram. I
0: understand what you're going at like the very bare the very like I guess bare bones of it.
1: Yeah, I, I get not not like disrespecting or like demeaning anybody. No. I just I just don't I like me personally I don't like I I don't know I just for me I like living in real life. You know what I mean. I just we, don't understand.
0: We've normalized it's just normalized behavior Keith mm-hmm. there's no different than it's no different than a lot of things we see now that we just we just call them normal but it's not normal and mm-hmm. it's really not normal to it's not normal to be with somebody for nine years y'all break up. And then in two months you got a new person that you post some pictures of them, and mm-hmm. then that don't work out. And then four months later you post some pictures of a new person. Like this is oversharing. Yeah, but we've
1: normalized
0: we've normalized that. Yeah, that's you know? that's oversharing. Yeah. It is some of the stuff that we're doing online is not bad. Uh, that picture, Why are you
1: like even promoting your relationship. Like it's yeah. one thing to like post a picture of you and your partner, like the proposal and getting married and stuff. But some, but some people's relationship is like. Like content. It, that's not cool. Like I'm on a date. Shot, yeah, you know, I'm doing that. Yeah. Huge shout out to Kelsey
0: Plum and Darren Waller. Mm. They recently got married and no one even that knew was they the w- first time. Nobody really knew they were together. They seen them out a get together a few times. Mm. And then people's in the
1: comments like, Wow, why didn't we know about this?
0: Because it's none of your fucking business. That's, that
1: should be normal. Like you don't have I don't even know them. Like yeah. why do they need to tell why do they need to tell Keith Fingers this random nigga in Bakersfield, California, that they in a relationship? I feel
0: like the things we do in regards to other people's relationships and and stuff is almost the equivalent of us looking out the blinds. Yeah, like we're looking, we're creeping through these blinds, looking at people's lives, and it's like you could have just kept
1: that shit shut, and you, it wouldn't have had no yeah. effect on your life. That's the thing. I think. I guess the thing I know more and more, and, and you know, this is. And my re- personal relationship, like I don't post my personal relationship, but I don't really post like, like I've curated my, um, I'm not really on Facebook like posting, I'll like share certain things, but I'm not really on uh, Instagram. I don't, I try not to post anything. I don't, I don't post my niece. Like I don't post like, I didn't even post those pictures and stuff from my birthday party that were on other people's stories, but I didn't personally post Mm-mm. anything. But I'm just trying, like I'm trying to curate because I don't, the like the Joe Schmo. You're not trying in, to hide anything. In it's New just York.
0: Not, it's just not pertinent information. Yeah, like why do you? I'm a podcaster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like I'm talking about it in real Like, If you listen to the podcast, <laughs> right. you know. If you see me at Walmart, cool. But right, like I don't. Right. I'm not. I don't need to promote. It's just like it's uh, like clouding what's really going on. And I yeah. don't. You know. It, you know. If I'm a if I'm an actor, like all you need to know is that uh, I'm making a movie and the movie comes out on said date. You know, you don't but need to. This, you know. this is the, okay. I'll just prove Keith Keith's point. Back in the '90s,
0: when you were dating a, a young lady, there was no way for anyone to know about it unless they seen y'all out together. Mm-hmm. Then they knew. Oh, Eddie is dating Amber, right? Mm-hmm. And then people knew it. But nowadays. You get pressured by your partner or the society or whoever to put people on social media, and the problem with that is that's not we've we've normalized this, but it's not normal. That is
1: not normal. (laughs) And I mean, to the detriment of my relationship, you know, I'd be going through it like, "Well, why aren't you posting me on social?" I'm like, because it's stupid. It's Instagram. Like this is a. This is Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> like, this is, it just doesn't, it's just the same thing like that, 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 um, the Frank Ocean skit on his album. Where yeah. He's like, you know, we're on social media and, you know, whatever is like a whatever accent, but they're like a French accent. And the guy's just like, like, why aren't you posting me on social media? Why aren't you tag me or something? Like he's like, nigga, we right here. Like, we're right in front of each yeah. other. But, yeah. 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 I just don't. I think that we've created like a very unhealthy yeah. relationship with like, or if we cre- we've created these like, um, these huge meaning to like social media. Like, dog, this is an app that you could delete at the drop of a dime, mm-hmm. you know, and it'd just be gone. I think, so. I think a really, and here's the thing too. I feel like if,
0: I feel like as a man, it more specifically, you could think the world of a woman you're dating, but I think it's important to protect her too. Meaning like if you're put, you're just putting your wife or your girlfriend on your platform, if anyone has any malice or issues with you, you don't want that being reflected or or sent on to your partner. So sometimes it's probably best that that's not always put out there or if they are there, then don't tag them and everything because now you're going to go to my girl's profile trying to send her a request or look at what she's doing. And that's just too much. Mm-hmm. That's like that. That ain't that ain't it, man. Mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> I think too, especially in regards to Keith or any other men that are like him or me or whatever. I think there's going to be a time where it makes sense to put something on there, mm-hmm. you know, post something on there and whatnot. But ultimately, what trumps everything on social media is reality. Like I'm sitting in front of you right now. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm literally, I'm behaving in the the way that a man should behave when he is in a relationship. Yeah. That is the most important thing. I've literally heard women on social media say, if a man's not posting you, he's hiding you. Plain simple. I'm like, what fucking year were you born? Like 2008?
1: Yeah. yeah. Like,
0: 2015. God
1: damn. Yeah, I think, I think it's one thing for like a guy to be like, I think there is a, like there might be like a hiding thing. Like if they... If they are posting like events that you guys went to mutually, and then it's just like the dolo picture of you like you the girl might have like paid for the vacation, and then the dude is posting like the selfie of him like on the beach or something like that that's my or the picture that the girl took of him you know that's that's like that's more hiding, but I think for me, like I would just recommend anybody that's really like like um trying to curate like say for example a guy like um Like a guy like Russ or Mm LaRussell. We know the way they curate their social media. Russ is a rapper through and through. Like all he posts, he posts like pictures of him on vacation and stuff. Mm But 90% of his content is just him in the studio making songs. Yeah. So if he just randomly just like popped up with like, you know, a bunch of like lovey-dovey pictures and stuff, it would just be like, that's kind of, that's a little... It doesn't really align with what, what is going on. He's a celebrity now, so it kind of like you know. Even
0: it, Schultz barely Andrew Schultz barely does it.
1: Yeah, all of his content Schultz is, is the same, married. Yeah, you know, and he talks about his wife pretty frequently. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But at first, it would be like Charlemagne. Charlemagne, we don't know what his wife looked like. Exactly, mm-hmm. the,
0: the best example. Mm-hmm.
1: One of the most, you know
0: notorious guys on the internet Mm -hmm. fucking charlemagne no Mm. one really knows i've seen his picture of his wife his wife is fucking beautiful Mm. charlemagne's wife is fine man Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to judge talk about another man's wife but she is very pretty Mm -hmm. um but it it was in a like i mean that in a tasteful way Mm -hmm. like the same way when i talk about like savannah james savannah Mm -hmm. james is freaking beautiful yeah she is she's just so like behind the scenes and doesn't Mm -hmm. really say much yeah, but yeah, just be chilling. Yeah, but it's like, I, shout out to Brian and his wife though too, because it, it's just not over the top stuff. Mm-hmm. It's not, yeah. And usually when Brian does post his wife, I think he just posted her like the other day or something. Mm-hmm. It's always in a tasteful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, it's not in like some nasty like, "Y'all yeah, gonna eat our booty when I get home" or some. You nasty know what?
1: You shit. know, <laughs> you know what? Even <laughs> like, I see, I just see certain things like, <clears throat> and I just be like. Um, some people might call like a person corny. I don't know. I don't necessarily know if like I would call like a person corny Mm because my definition of corny is just like it's more like distasteful. Mm -hmm. Um, like uh, when you, I think corny to me too is also like inconsistent with Mm -hmm. like you know what you like characterize yourself as. So, for example, when I seen um, like with Gary Vee, for example. For the whole duration of when we've known him, it's always been like, oh, well, at least for me, I just assumed he was in a relationship. He got kids. You know, he'd be taking the kids to (laughs) garage sales. Yeah, taking the kids to garage sales and all this other stuff. And then all of a sudden, he just pops up with this new young Young. person with a Getty image on the thing. I'm just like, what? Like, what? That was corny. (laughs) That's I was just like that that, That that's but that's normal. Like that's the the reveal. Like we're supposed to reveal our relationship. Getty image though? You can't take one from your fucking phone? Yeah. You couldn't Photoshop the Getty. Somebody in the comments was roasting is
0: like this nigga used a getty image.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I also hate getty image. Like, why do you have to put a watermark watermark everywhere, dog? That
0: fucking watermark off my pictures. That's
1: crazy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All you need to do is get, go to garage sales and fuck young women. That's all
1: you <laughs> need to do. Yeah, you got to add that in there. That's how you be successful now. You know
0: what's been driving my company for the last five fucking years? <laughs> is the fact that I don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I drink wine, I fuck young women, and I sell Pokemon cards. That's all I do. Look, guys, if you want to make it. What's funny about Gary is he doesn't even listen to the full response of the person asking him a question. Yeah, he doesn't have great listening skills. And for some reason, a lot of times I notice it's like an Indian guy. Like, mm-hmm. Gary, I'm having problem. My friend make a lot of money. Well, first of all, stop right there, right? Your friend makes a lot of money. Who gives a fuck? Okay, your friend makes money. All right. And he's like, but you know, my success it does not. It doesn't fucking matter. Garage sales, garage sales, garage sales. Young pussy.
1: Everybody
0: starts clapping. All right, Gary. <laughs> Yeah. Gary has reached a status where he can say anything and people would clap for him. That's fucking dangerous.
1: Yeah. That's no dangerous
0: because what happens is
1: what happens is is you start making less relevant points and people still clap. You know, I was uh I was I met this um this uh this course that I was taking. I met this um this woman and then I met her husband like independent of each other. Mm-hmm. And uh the woman is kind of like very like always on edge like oh my gosh like uh we got to do this right now and then this right I mean it's just like it's like a lot of energy a lot of anxiety it feels like right yeah yeah. and then the husband is just like yeah I just figure uh like just very like matter of fact Mm -hmm. um like yeah I've been doing this for 20 years and uh it's been pretty cool been pretty cool you know just like just knows what he wants to say Mm -hmm. concise with his words right and then I was just thinking like like when I like met them independently I was like I know exactly how these arguments go it's like, she's just like, oh my gosh, babe, you haven't done this all day. And I've come home and I just wanted to clean. I just wanted to come home to a nice house. And he says, as a matter of fact, I've been at work for uh, 18 and a half hours. And uh, I just got home. And um, as uh, my calculation served me correctly, um, you were sitting on the couch for like two hours. And, uh, and I was just, <coughs> oh, shit. I was like, oh, so I don't know. That's just something. That's how my brain worked. I'm like, because I, I could see couples in. Oh, you know, you see God. like little bits and pieces. I'm like, I know exactly nothing, how these arguments. Nothing
0: pisses women off the more than a man who is calm and logical, calm and logical. It's just it like this like stoic tripping. fucking figure, right? Yeah. And he's and she's like, I'm tired of it. I'm stressed out. I'm so mad. I'm just I'm over <laughs> it. And you're like, I understand your frustration. And today has been a 24 hour day. How many of those hours did you spend being angry today?
1: <laughs> they be the pissed off, no. <laughs> like you just don't get it. <laughs>
0: so can you talk to me and tell me exactly how you feel? You wouldn't even know if I told you.
1: <laughs> it's like I just told you how it felt. You're like oh my gosh! I was like, um,
0: <laughs> I, I I didn't I didn't receive what you said because you're not listening again. <laughs> like. Well, I'll listen. We can talk about it. If you know, you don't have to yell. You can bring it down a few decibels, and then we can try to, you know, convene at a later time. Yeah. I learned that being like calmness, dude. Calmness is
1: going to win all the time. Yeah,
0: being calm is it's like a true superpower. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. I just had
1: to argue with my, with my mom I, when she was at the house. She was explaining it, and uh, it's dip, Like in relationship, is different because I'd be like like I'm pretty calm but I also get mad because like the conversations don't be going how I want them to but like in my mom when my mom I'd be arguing with my mom like my like she my partner or something like that but um just cuz I've known her so long and we you know we got a relationship like that but she was uh basically she was she was getting mad at like this situation with her uh with her um with her granddaughter and stuff like that and I just told her um, You know, and my mom is a person that like she kind of gets off on arguing like she 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 doesn't want anybody disrespecting her or disrespecting her kids and all this other stuff. So I was I was. She was telling me what was going on, she was telling me the situation. I was like, "All right, mom, that's, you know, that's cool." And and I just told her, I was like, "Mom, it doesn't it doesn't really benefit the situation for you to bring this energy into the situation." And she was like, "Nah, I'm not going to let nobody disrespect me. If somebody got to say something to me, I'm going to say my piece and they're going to say their piece and all this And I, you know, and after a while, I was just like, "Mom, mom, I was like, "Just listen to me." I said, "You know, this this is I told her this was I said you're going to you know when you're when you have some alone time after we get off the phone you're gonna think about what I said and you're gonna be like dang he was right and like 24 hours later she was like you know I didn't even want to call you because I I knew that you know I didn't want to admit that you were right and I didn't want to apologize to you so basically I say that to say that that calmness is like one the calmness you know is is valuable in terms of not like creating this huge blow out. Yeah. And then secondly is, is great because you can actually think like when you're not, when you just, oh, oh my gosh, anxiety and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's just like, you don't really, you can't really think you're not breathing. There's not, no oxygen there's no going ox- to your brain. Right. Yeah. But when you calm and you collective, uh, you know, collect your thoughts and you can really articulate yourself and then you can say something that you actually mean. hundred percent. I heard something the other day and I thought about like
0: this it's sometimes it's the most calming statements or things that like set people off. hmm. And uh, I think she said That some dude Or somebody had cut off In traffic Who was flipping her off I think I seen it on TikTok mm-hmm. And uh, the dude was like You know what That's fucking bullshit You wanna fucking do this Motherfucker do that She said She looked at him And said You know what sir I hope you have the day You deserve And she drove off
1: Ha <laughs> dang <laughs> <laughs> nah, that might get her shot. <laughs> no, but it's left open into interpretation. But I, that's what I'm saying. He, it's too much room for. <laughs> it's too much room to for me to interpret what that means. <laughs> like, you're gonna get this bullet you deserve. <laughs> like the thing about it
0: is, I hope you have the day you deserve can mean anything. Yeah. And now this person is angry. Now they're confused. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, don't know what this,
0: I don't know what this girl meant by that. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's how you cri- you cripple a person.
0: You you right literally that. disarm people. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've had people say weird shit like in the comments or try to be disrespectful, and I'll go to their page, like something on their page. And I, one dude was talking crazy. He's like, "You don't know shit. That's why you're in Matt Barnes' comments talking about this and that. You ain't not did your research." Blah blah blah. I went to this dude's picture, and when I went to this dude's profile. Liked a picture of his dog. And I responded to the comment that he was talking crazy. I said, Hey man, you got a nice dog, man. That's a nice pup. And he's like, Oh man, thanks, dude. I appreciate <laughs> it. I disarmed that motherfucker. <laughs> you gotta do it, man. I disarmed him by being Sometimes kind. You gotta do it. I wasn't even being manipulative. Mm-hmm. I'm just using your I'm using your energy against you. You yeah. literally came to make me have a bad day, and mm-hmm. I made you have a good
1: one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's power, dude. Like, I think what a lot—it's we—it's a lot um, like uh, sometimes like going back and forth is very attractive. Yeah, you know? it, there's there's something that you get out of it. Like it's a, it just makes you feel good in the moment. Yeah, um, man. But you realize like when you're when you can look at it from the third person point of view, when you're not directly tied into the the, the argument, and that's where you know. Where it comes in where you're just calm, you know, you collect your thoughts and you're not like, you know, just with the Twitter fingers. um, You know, you can really say stuff like that, like nice pop or you can really say, I hope you have the day you deserve. Yeah. You
0: -hmm. could disarm people by doing shit that just brain fucks them. Mm -hmm. Let's say, for example, you got a big order at McDonald's, right? You got Mm -hmm. a big order at McDonald's. You're waiting on shit. The person behind you mad as fuck. Like, come on, man. What are you doing? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you'd be like, hey. I want to pay for that person's food back mm-hmm. there, and then you drive off, and he's like, "Here you go, sir." And then he's like, "He paid for your food," and then he's just like, "Oh mm-hmm. fuck,
1: yeah, yeah, you know what
0: I mean? Yeah." If he has any, <clears throat> if he has any fraction of a, of a of a conscience or any heart, he's gonna be like, "Fuck, man, mm-hmm. like I don't feel good." Yeah, I was telling that guy to fuck himself, and he just bought ten McChickens for me.
1: Yeah, it's just something like we—you kind of just like. When you like master yourself, and I, I don't think I've gotten there all the Me way neither. yet, like, but I, I'm working towards it. But I just want to be in a space where, like, I don't have to, like, you know, these. A lot of times, arguments are like uh, it's it's two sided, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it it takes like some person saying a statement. And then another person saying a statement, and then usually mm-hmm. that that third statement is something where they disagree in some capacity, mm. and then the, and then after that they disagree, and then they disagree, and then it's just like disagreement, right? But it's something. You could you could shut it down when when right after that disagreement, Mm -hmm. you just like listen to what they have to say Mm -hmm. and you don't have to agree with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that I that I've definitely been practicing, especially in my relationship, because Mm -hmm. I think a lot of stuff she says is nonsense. But if I can just listen to what she has to say and she could get her rocks off and I don't have to make it about me. You know what I mean, and then it just you could just you could you well, could just go on about your. Day. I already
0: mentioned on the podcast before how I disarmed a a highway patrolman. Mm-hmm. Like well, basically, he stopped me. He led with basically saying like, um he's like, I've given guys tickets for going fifty six miles an hour, going one oh mile, yeah, I you know, going that. one yeah. mile over the speed. He said, you know why I stopped you, and I was like, uh, no. He said, I got you for turtle racing. He's like I I you were trying to pa- you're trying to pass that car. You were going this and that and you couldn't get over. Truth be told, the trucker that was in the sp- in the in the in the slow lane, I was trying to pass him because he was going under 55, which is legal. I could get in the passing lane and pass him, but the motherfucker would speed up each time I fucking get over. Mm-hmm. So he kept fucking up cuz he wasn't he was using throttle instead of using his cruise control like a dickhead, right? Mm-hmm. So Instead of going through this big range of things and explaining, I say, Hey, I'll do the explaining later when it's necessary. Let me just listen to this officer. Mm-hmm. So he was coming in all hard. Like I've pulled people over. I've given people tickets for going 56, going one month. I've got you for turtle racing. And then he asked me, You ever been up north to Fresno and seen two trucks holding up both lanes? I said, I certainly have. He said, Well, that's what you were doing. And then this is what I did to disarm him. He said, Well, you were only going 60 miles an hour, and I cut him off. I said, but that's over the speed limit. Mm -hmm. And his whole fucking body language, everything Mm -hmm. just switched Mm -hmm. after I said, but that's over the speed limit. He said, "Um, let me see your license. He didn't even go to his squad car to run anything. Mm -hmm. He took my license, got off the truck, looked at my catwalk, jumped back in the truck, gave me my license, said, hey, you have a good day. Mm -hmm. Swear to God. Mm Mm-hmm. I disarmed that officer by not being argumentative and
1: owning up to where I was wrong. Yeah. You know how hard that is for people to do? It's super hard. It's like sometimes God. it's hard even in the like in the moment. Like because you you be having like certain like, oh, I could say this right here. I could say this right here. But if I just hit him what you're right, officer, I was going over the mm-hmm. speed limit. Boom. Because you could say like, well, it's, you could say something like, well, it was another car that just passed I, me a while back that was going faster than me. And yeah. you didn't put, you know, but I'm at not the doing same that. time, like you just like you said, you just disarm them with, you know, that, um, you know, acknowledging what they what they saying, basically.
0: Yeah. I want to hear everything you have to say first, because you're the person right now you're in control because you stopped me. And you're telling me what I did wrong? I ha- I could possibly have a rebuttal, but until I could form I need to listen before I could even form a rebuttal. Yeah, cuz you st- want
1: to hear everything they have to say. 100%. Some of the stuff may not everything that they say may not be true, or mm-hmm. May not be accurate, but they are in a position where more times than not they're pulling you over because you've done something wrong, you know. It may be it may be nonsense in the grand scheme of things. It may be like you going 56 Mm-hmm. And at 55, but you know, you just, you know, like you said, if you just listen to them, um, I think what I've realized too, like, you know, cause I just was, we were at the courthouse, I mean at the courthouse, but the police station dealing with like some, um, some child custody stuff a while back. Um, and what I've realized is that police officers don't want to do no work. No, they don't. Yeah. And, and I, I understand it cause it's a it's lot. lot, you know, when you dealing with like, um, like custody cases it's or shit. Oh, it's, it's paperwork, paperwork you got to fill out. So I would imagine that officer was like almost like relieved, like, oh, he gets it. Yeah. So like, right. like he understands it's, what right. I'm trying to explain to him. So right. I don't have to write him a whatever hundred dollar fine. Me shit. Yeah. So like it's almost like, you know, the fine is supposed to get him to understand what I'm trying to explain mm-hmm. to him. But he's already telling me. So he knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just walk off and, you know, give him his license back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And and that exchange, like, bro, this dude was not playing. He had yeah. broke down to me how
0: many points I was going to get and what I was doing. And when I told him that, it just made him switch. Yeah. Maybe, you know what? Maybe he's like that because he came across so many truck drivers that don't have accountability. Will you yeah. put me over for no
1: fucking reason? That's what I'm saying, You just yeah, want to stop a sure. trucker,
0: stop a truckers for no reason. Yeah, I'm just trying to feed my family just out fear. here. Trying to feed my family. You mm-hmm. know, I'm tired of eating fucking Hot Pockets and hot dogs on these goddamn trucks all mm-hmm. fucking day. Yeah. Huh? How about yeah. that, buddy? You yeah. Trying to stop me from feeding my family? Yeah. yeah. Like, and I'm not going to do that, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not, a, I'm a local driver. I'm not some over the road, angry dude that eats hot dogs every day. I yeah. come home every night. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm not. I'm I'm not. I'm not on that energy, homie. I'm not on that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, man. Um,
1: But there's also on the flip side of that. There's also a way to be like straight with people. Yes. Like you know, without being belligerent. Like you know, if there's something that you didn't do wrong, and the police officer pulling you over, like, Mm -hmm. hey, you were going such and such speed, and I was like, I actually, officer, I was not. You know, and you could just kind of have that straight conversation without being like argumentative or whatever, and not even necessarily in in terms of police, but just in general, in friendships, family, you know, if somebody is, um, you know, if you're having a conversation, you don't have to necessarily submit to anybody, but no. you, can, you can be straightforward. You can with be them.
0: firm. Mm-hmm. Stand firm in what you are, mm-hmm. but, you know, uh, be, be, just be real about what's going on. like for example if I, if let's say my truck my truck stops at 55 right mm-hmm. it's maxed out at it's governed at 55 it
1: doesn't even go faster than that yeah and mm-hmm.
0: you pull me over and say yeah, i got you at 65 what i'm going to say is you got me at 65 i was like are you sure about that officer i was like because my truck is maxed out at 55 it can't go faster than that mm-hmm. it, it's governed if you need documentation that it's governed i could contact my my boss or my dispatcher to let you know that and then they'll be like, Well, I got you 65. Of like, hey, look, I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna argue with you. I'm just telling you what I got here. That's all. So you could just do your job, and I'm not gonna disrespect you, you know, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And then here's what's gonna happen: dude, gonna probably try to give you a hard time. You just don't react, don't react, don't react, don't react. He gonna come back. He'll be like, Hey, you make sure you slow it down. You understand me? And you'll mm-hmm. be like, All right. Mm-hmm. And then you leave, and then That office has got an accountability problem now. Mm -hmm. Because what's funny, too, like guys that drive for Walmart fleet, it says on the back of the truck, Mm -hmm. this speed is knocked down to 55 for safety. Dang. In California? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. With me, our our trucks, we have some trucks that are opened up. At at, at our company, we got some trucks that's opened up that could fucking go. Mm -hmm. Like
1: they could go like a car. Yeah. Which I don't do that. But (laughs) if anybody... um live in like, like Arizona, Texas, oh you're God. Be seeing trucks flying. Oh my
0: God, bro. I remember yeah. when I first got my CDL and I was over the road for like two, over two and a half months, it was, it was motherfuckers with livestock trailers going 85
1: miles an hour.
0: Mm-hmm. Cows in the back of that motherfucker was like, <laughs> 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 like the cows are scared as a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You just seen eyes going mm-hmm. by you at
1: 85 miles an hour. Yeah. Or dead. Nah, what, what, from the shock? No, nah, I've seen um, trucks carrying dead horses. Oh. I mean, dead uh, dead cows. I've seen a, yo, I've seen this shit before
0: where they, like, had chopped up cows. Mm. And the cows be stiff and shit. Mm-hmm. Legs all stiff. Yeah. It, Head all sideways. I'm like, yo. Yeah, I've seen
1: it. The legs were sticking, sticking out. Sticking out the top. Yeah, the legs was in the air like a girl getting ate out or
0: something. <laughs> <laughs> when they be like 15 minutes straight. I'm going to come.
1: <laughs> Keep going. My tongue is raw. Like,
0: man, my jaw is killing me. <laughs> Fuck.
1: Got a lock jaw. She's That's like crazy.
0: It'd be funny, man. They'd be like, I'm going to come. He's like, well, stop switching your licks up. Be
1: like, <laughs> what? Stop what the fuck are you talking about? Alexa.
0: Jesus, because it's not a lollipop, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's crazy.
0: It is what it is. But yeah, man. Um, you got anything else, dude? you going to close this down. Where we at, dude?
1: uh it's almost two hours it's i think we, we've given
0: people a good show man yeah okay I need
1: to go to sleep or go to work or something yeah
0: man hey make sure you share this with your friends man they want to hear mm-hmm. some good content some of you guys might be working in your cubicle yeah you know you might be you know in, uh, uh in commute to work mm-hmm. right or you may be in a space where you just got time to occupy some space to listen to a podcast yeah share this with your friends and family man
1: yeah, okay. for sure. Not, yeah.
0: Not, not not with the Christian people because they, they don't want to hear us talk about eating pussy <laughs> and shit like that. That ain't cool, right? Yeah. But yeah, man, share this shit. Um, yeah. Make sure you head over to our YouTube. We still, we definitely need some subscribers over YouTube, there.
1: YouTube, yeah. Spotify too. Spotify, actually, Apple Podcasts. We, uh, we actually got our first ad on Spotify. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. And I don't know the significance of it because I know that um, the former anchor. Uh, was bought by spotify Mm -hmm. so now they're promoting their um spotify for podcasters yeah Um, so i don't you know it's it i don't know if it's an exclusive thing to Mm -hmm. a certain podcast or whatever the case may be but we on there um it's 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 a little ad on there that i that i read or whatever the case may be and um so far we've made like um like a dollar fifty yeah yeah fuck yeah it's moving that's what
0: i'm talking about
1: yeah Right. I, I just want, I, I, I'm i going to be so glad when like it pays for something, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like the internet or the the rent for the office or whatever. Oh, yeah. that That's when it shit's going to be. be. Crack in. Yeah. Just being able to save that whatever amount of money is going to be beautiful.
0: We'll be transparent too. Once we start making millions of dollars, we're like, yeah, me and Keith are rich. Yeah. That's why we haven't done a podcast in two months because we've been mm. rich. No, I'm fucking around. <laughs> 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 <Nah>. Um <clears throat> Hey guys, do you like spicy meatballs? Go to Tony's. Tony's Meatballs in River Riverton, Arizona, where they make spicy meatballs for your pleasure every day.
1: You got anything else on that, Keith? Do you need any dead cows transported? Go to a as Trucking. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
0: oh, my God. Go to a Trucking. We'll show you how to move that dead cow. To
1: move that dead cow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Let's wrap this thing up. Hey, man, if you made it to the end of this po- episode, we appreciate you. Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kay Fings. We're out of here. Peace.